Recording. And we are streaming. I'll be very honest. I did not prepare any kind of cold open. All right. Well, welcome back to the Unnamed Anime Podcast, everybody. Uh, I'm Mitch. I'm I'm Brogan. Hello. <laughs> the enthusiastic one is Jesse. <laughs> well, it's been, what, about a month since we did our last stream? Yeah. Indeed. So we're sticking true. We said we're going to try to stream at least once a month, maybe more often if we feel like it, but we didn't fucking feel maybe like it. We like it, but we didn't fucking... Oh, wow. Hi. That was some <laughs> feedback right there. Was that on me? No, I don't believe it was. <laughs> Oof, let me... Ugh, I just have to hear how annoying you both sound. <laughs> yeah, I have to hey, hear my own please. atrocious voice. I'll be real honest, the audio sounded pretty dang good, you ask me. <laughs> but that aside, um, how have y'all been? You know, it's been it's been a month since our wonderful viewers have seen us. Uh, any changes in psychological state, erection status, anything they need to know about? Um, the erection's never ending, I guess. Nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm in a heterosexual relationship. You so poor is thing. Is something we want to put in there? I, it's, it is what it is. We have to accept it. After all your posturing about being bi, you just go and date a girl anyways, you fucking fake. Yeah, you're not a real ally. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's, I've been lying this whole time. I'm not even really Jewish. Oh, wow. Your entire life is a lie. It's something we keep telling people. But there has been... What's that? The royal we. You use the royal we a lot. <laughs> I I exclusively... And you imply that I'm a part of it a lot. <laughs> I exclusively only use the royal we. Like, is there anything else that I would use? I don't... I is probably the first thing that comes to mind. I, me, That's the, those are two words you could use instead of saying we, us. Mm, yeah, but that doesn't make me feel special. See, he's also a fake ally because he doesn't even use they, them, you know? Just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what they've been talking about. So, uh, in the world of anime, there's been quite a lot that's happened in the last month so we've been on a break. Uh, this episode, we're going to go over some anime news. We're going to talk about maybe some releases. We're obviously going to have our normal slate of uh, kind of the big three slash four recaps of the episodes that have happened since we last... Uh, we're live, so let's get into it, boys. Let's deep dive into that uh, anime titties. So I think the first thing we have on the docket is we're going to be talking about some premieres. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are coming up. Um, So let's just go down the list to the one that uh, Mitch and I are most excited for, I would assume. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> With the little hand thing you're doing makes me think, like, we need to just kind of tease it out a bit more. We need to, like, we need to just really get it going. Uh, On a tangent, I've been drinking some of these, like, Smirnoff red, white, and blue, like, malt liquors, and my tongue looks like I've been licking out Smurfette. Can you show us again? Not really. 
Maybe it's not coming across on the camera super well, but on my monitor, it looks like I've been giving Smurfette that gobbledygook. Yeah, on mine, it just looks like... It looks wider than normal. <laughs> my caucasity has made it down to my tongue. <laughs> you all look the same to me. It's true. All white people look the same. Exactly. It's just a fact. No, yeah, um... I can tell you guys apart by your glasses. And even then, that's kind of difficult. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't have hair. That's... You're just one... You both are just two blobs of just caucus. <laughs> you're not even caucus, you're a caucus. We're a caucus. We're a caucus of Caucasians? Yes. Oh, my caucus. <laughs> uh, no, the show is Konosuba. Konosuba Season 3. It's happening. When did season two last air? It was like 2015, I think. Yeah, something like that. It's It's been a solid five, six years. Like, it's been a minute. I mean, the movie came out, and that was basically, I mean, that was canon. Thank so. God. Thank God they didn't do some non-canon, just side quest bullshit. It, it would have still made no difference in the story as nothing makes a difference. In well, I was about to say, Konosuba doesn't really have a story. Like, they started the first two episodes with, like, an overarching quest, and they just haven't done anything with that since. If you're a normal person thrown into a world with a uh, useless goddess, a uh, masochistic pervert, and a child that likes explosions, then you wouldn't want to go kill a demon king either. Uh, maybe I would. I'd be like, hey, worst case scenario, I don't have to deal with them anymore. I mean, we do know if you die, you just go back and meet Eris, who pats her chest. Yeah, who, who stuffs her shirts. <laughs> yeah. So, it might be a win-win situation there? Yeah. Yeah, either you beat the demon king and you become a hero... Or you get to go hang out with the cute goddess again. But um, do you have any like information regarding the third season? Nope. At all, Mitch. I'm just I excited actually, for it. I do, because I'm on forums a lot and get spoiled on things. Uh, I'm just going to put, uh, I'm pretty sure this season's going to be taking place in the royal capital. Oh. Yeah. Really so. digging into the Isekai roots with this one. Yeah, we, we went to the Crimson Demon Village, met a wonderful trans woman. That was that was one of the funniest fucking scenes. He's just like <laughs> melting into her boobs and all of a sudden she talks about her dick and he's like, uh <laughs> it, it's not an okay scene. It's not okay it's not socially okay, but goddamn was it funny. Hey, if if we tried to guide every single joke based off of social okayness, there'd never be any fucking jokes anymore. So I, for one, loved it. There'd be different jokes. No, they wouldn't be jokes. They'd just be they'd just be like tongue in cheek like references to things that were almost offensive but not quite. Uh, on on like that note, going off a tangent, uh, Dakota showed me a clip from the movie. Uh, this is the end. The uh. Uh, James Franco. Uh, it was a movie full of stars, so you will spend about an hour naming all of them. Yeah, <laughs> show me the clip of when they were talking about how they weren't going to uh, assault uh, Emma Watson, and she misheard it as that they were planning to assault her. That that's a great scene. Then they're like, "No, no, we we're talking about how we're not going to rape you." She's like, "Why is this conversation being brought up in the first place?" I it's love actually, that scene. It's an actually really funny scene and doesn't use 
it's using rape as a joke, but also not in like a really shitty way that perpetuates rape culture. It was a good, it was a good scene. I really like that scene. Good way to toe that line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Manning Tatum being Danny McBride's gimp. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I I need to rewatch it because the first time I saw it, I didn't think it was that funny. Well, so I need to rewatch it. It's. I just enjoyed seeing some actors that I, you know, over like all of them were in shit that I loved in the past decade when that movie was was released. You see some of them, you just see them like having fun with each other, like either overplaying into like their characteristics or just being themselves. Just like Jonah Hill being like overly nice, <laughs> or like Michael Sarah being a fuck. I love Michael Sarah just being a fuck. Oh, but back to anime. Um, I'm very excited for our lovely group of heroes to come back and just fuck around and somehow still accomplish their goals, probably incidentally. Won't this season be coming out at the same time that uh, The Devil is a Part-Timer? Second season will be coming out? I don't know the release schedule. I didn't see that specifically, but that'd be great. I mean, that'd be I amazing. The Devil Part-Timer's next. Like, I don't think it's coming out. I think this. I think is coming out before. Let me double-check. Um, I am also doing some checking. I'm going to try to get Devil as a part-timer. Vamp, vamp, we need a vamp. But, uh, yeah, the the end of 2021 20, into 2022 is going to be crazy for new anime. Like, new and continuing anime. Uh, You know, Demon Slayer is going to start back up. Uh, We're probably going to be ending off the season in, like, the Reincarnate as a Slime and My Hero. Uh, Konosuba's coming back. Mm. Who knows if maybe ReZero will come back. Like, there's a lot of potential anime that are kind of on the horizon that are really going to be amazing for the uh, anime industry as a whole. A lot of the heavy hitters are starting to come back. Yeah. For Devil's Part-Timer, it looks like the release date will should be um, established this, like, this month. Um, and I see there's a, quite a few reports saying that it's realistically going to be early 2023. Oh, I was thinking it would be like in the spring, uh, 2022. We can keep our fingers crossed. Uh, not, until something, until shit is set in stone, I take everything with a grain of salt. I don't believe anything. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's the best way to live. You don't get your hopes up and you don't get them ruined by everybody else in the world. Um, I, I do, I do have to say on like a lot of the like new shows i've been coming out i haven't been super stoked on like yeah i love erwin McCoon, kobayashi dragon maid's great um all that stuff it's been good but nothing's really like it, it nothing's hit me the same way konosuba or devil's a part-timer is going to hit me so i'm excited for some of this new stuff i, I am a big fan of the animes this season personally but it, it has been kind of split some people have been thinking like this season of My Hero and uh, s- some of the other stuff is just kind of, like, lackluster because there's a few shows that are in a lot of, like, their uh, kind of build-up seasons, kind of, like, building up to the main, st- like, meat. But, like, I- I li- I'm I a big fan of, like, character building and world building. Ooh, yeah. So, like, the stuff that's been going on in, like, My Hero and Slime has actually been really interesting to me, where some people have found it boring. And then fucking Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, that's just been... I mean, Kyo Annie came back with a fucking boom. Like, they're like, hey, let's make a fucking slice of life anime about fucking dragon maids. And then every third or fourth episode, they're like, here's a $3 million fucking battle scene budget. 
and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I I love that show a lot. So I haven't yeah. personally been too disappointed with this kind of transitionary period uh, where we don't have quite the heavy hitters. I think they've done a good job sort of filling it in with some good good quality stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say anything's been super bad, uh, but it's been... I haven't been... I haven't felt nearly as a strong want to watch like when Jujutsu Kaisen was coming out or when Demon Slayer was coming out. Well, that was like the golden age of probably the last three or four years is like when we had Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen and a few of the other big ones all going on at the exact same time. That was like... Well, Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen were not going on. Or or back-to-back, I guess I should say. Yeah, nearly. Yeah, like ReZero... Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, all three of those were either like overlapping or back to back. That was like the golden age. Like we're not going to have another one of those probably for a while. Jesse, what's been your feelings on the animes that been coming out into like the real good shit we fell in love with? Oh, I mean, are we going to go out of order? So we're talking about premieres, and we kind of skipped. Oh. We, we we tangented it our way. To I mean, I can talk about that stuff, but you guys completely... This is Okay, so viewers, this is the first time we ever actually made a schedule, and they followed none of it. <laughs> they, did, they did the first point and then just started talking. As we're known this, to this do. This is why I hate white people. <laughs> right here. Deservedly. Aired, and now they're asking for my comments. I had planned for about an hour from this point. <laughs> yeah, I can talk about some shit I like this year. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of agree. Um... It's not as strong as some of the other ones. There hasn't been any, like, definitive, like, I can understand your argument of why this is, like, you know, one of the best animes that came out in the past few years. I don't think there's any show that's like that currently. But I do have, I do, I have enjoyed a couple of shows that are new this year, um, this season specifically, um, that I recommend um, for, you know, it seems like you two, like, kind of have, like, a couple of shows that are, like, second or third seasons that you've been watching, um, but for new animes, I, you know, there are a couple that I recommend only have like eight or nine episodes right now that are enjoyable that, you know, I don't think are Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen levels, but definitely something you shouldn't overlook because, you know, they are enjoyable. Uh, one of them is uh, Battle Game in Five Seconds. Um, Isekai-esque, like, esque, like it's, it's very vague whether or not they're really dead. Um, because there are some people whose deaths are alluded to, but are not seen in the real world. And basically, if they win the if they win the game, they get you know they believe they can just be back into their old lives, but they don't really explain like is the real world still going on at the same time? Are they still in the real world? It's kind of a it's a toss up of what's actually happening. But long story short, people die or get selected for this program. You get taken to this world, and then you're given a random power. Some people, like, one of the main characters is a sword. You can turn a stick into a sword that can cut anything. A bitch, you can shoot marbles that turn into big boulders, you know? One that's, I can steal your power at one-tenth one of its level. I can be invincible for one second. Yada, yada, you know, so on and so forth. Just random powers. And the main character is pretty interesting because his power is whatever your opponent thinks it is. So he has to play a lot of mind games with people. So, like, for example, in the first fight, and this happens all in the first episode, so it's not really a spoiler, but he faces a dude who clearly is that he's outmatched by, but he's so smart 
that he alludes to what his power is the entire time. And earlier in the episode, you saw like the main like host, like use a fucking cannon arm and blow this nigga in half. Like this giant man who was talking shit saying, fuck you. I'm going to get out of here. She's like, nigga, you're dead. So he like plays mind games with this guy to make him believe he has a cannon arm, but not even like to the point where like, I have a cannon arm. Uh, Like not trying to like inception that idea in his mind, but just like very like subtly saying like, why aren't you using your ability yet? And he's like, it's like, I'm sure you've already seen it. You know, like planting that and like, what? But he's only seen that one bitch's ability. He's like, does he have a cannon arm? <laughs> so a lot of mind games. Um, you see a lot of interesting powers. Um, and I'm, I'm all here for it. And where it currently is in the show, it looks like it's going to be one for the long haul. I think this might be like one of the ones that does is more than 12 episodes. So this is probably going to be like a 25 episode. Otherwise, they're in the middle of something that I don't, on episode eight or nine, that I don't think they could resolve in three episodes. Otherwise, I got cucked. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so, Battle Game in Five Seconds. It's on Crunchyroll slash VRV. Give it a watch. Um, the second one is, in my personal favorite, how a real how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. You guys all know I'm a big isekai guy. I'm a big realist. What more can I say? He's just just know, normal, normal guy doing normal shit. <laughs> we know you, you're huge, huge love for isekai. It's all you watch. You don't want to watch anything else. Yeah. First question I ask when I watch anime is this your first? Is this your first world? <laughs> If it's your first world, I don't want to be there. Yeah. I'm not I'll give you one episode to get out of it. I'll give you one. You better meet Buscoon or something. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I just, you need me to goddess. I don't know what you need to do to get there, but I need you to be out of this world to go somewhere else. Um, but highly recommend it. Uh, so great. Um, she's <clears throat> the first five seconds, like, try, doesn't try to get you emotional, but definitely kind of like you get a sense of his, I guess, character. Um, So it starts off where if you're very um, empathetic, like you could definitely probably would tear up at the scene, but it's basically the first five minutes is his grandpa, like telling him like, you know, family's great. You know, that's like the best thing in the world, yada, yada, yada. You know, when when your grandmother died, you know, I'm glad I had your parents with me. You know, but then whenever, like, you know, my daughter and her husband died, you know, I'm glad I had you with me. So, like, kind of, like, say, like, giving that long spiel of, like, so, like, I'm glad, like, you know, when you are when you build a family, when you're loved, you're never alone. And that's, like, the real, you know, happiness in life. So, you know, you lived a long, full life, you know, if, if you can, you know, have people around you until, you know, the day you're gone. And so then after his grandpa obviously dies, not in a tragic way, but just in a very, like, Non, you know, after that conversation, it just shows him at his tombstone. He like goes to college. He's like, "Well, looks like I'm alone now," kind of thing. You know, it's like, like, oh, so now he like start like kind of like his grandpa's words playing. So like, you know, get a family, yada yada yada, and very very um not non emotional, but like um calculating. He's a, he's a pretty smart character, and he gets ability when he goes to the next world that you know kind of enhances his knowledge, but. I enjoy it a lot. He's not a dumb person, and he's a caring person as well, which is, you know, what I like. Because when I say, like, he's not, like, just a normal, like, smart character who's just a fucking asshole, just, like, 
I know everything, yada, yada, yada. It's like when he realizes like soy sauce is in like this country and like eats like a, like a random like dish that has it in it. He literally cries because he's like, oh, this just reminded me of where I'm from. You know, at this point, he's like the king of the goddamn country, you know, just like crying in front of the entire country. You know, I'm just like, damn, dog, like, you just let your guard down like this? <laughs> very good show. Pretty, pretty good. I recommend it. I will tell you, you're, I like legitimately as you're telling me about the grandpa, it wasn't making me tear up a bit. Grandpa was like a very genuinely nice person. And then like, his like thoughts replay, like, obviously love interest start happening in the other world and like basically asked about like she kind of like oh like do you have any girlfriends like do you have any family or girlfriends back home like trying to be like all coy and he's like one's waiting for me he's like like turns dark quick he's <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> but then she's like oh i'm so sorry to bring that up and then then he like kind of like his grandpa's words play again and then he kind of like gives her kind of like that whole like spiel of well, like, you don't have to be sad. Like, there's nothing to be sorry for. My grandpa lived a full life, and I know that kind of thing. And so, so it was just like, my nigga. <laughs> you get it. You get it. And he's also with the shit, so. All right. And that premiered this season? Correct. It's on episode nine, I believe. So we're not too off from the uh, subject of premieres. This just kind of ties back into... Hey, the good thing about seasons where you don't have too many of the heavy hitters is you get all these great premieres of these little smaller animes that are, you know, diamonds in the rough that you might not have paid attention to had we had two or three giant, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen ReZeros going on. We get some of these smaller one-off animes that are really good that you'll probably end up liking for life. Yeah, There is actually, I think, a few good, like, gems that got hidden by Jujutsu Kaisen being out. Yeah, and that's kind of the problem whenever you have, like, multiple big, gigantic, like, you know, everyone's talking about it animes is you kind of devote a lot of your time and attention to it, and you don't necessarily see these, like, smaller, better animes. Yeah. Um, but speaking of smaller, better animes that were coming out uh, during Jujutsu Kaisen's time, uh, Jobless Reincarnator, the second season will be beginning on October 3rd, right, Jesse? Indeed, it is. I it is. and it, it is an isekai. They're they are on their second world, so Jesse will be watching it. <laughs> um, Unless they you, go back to their old world. But if they're sent back to their old world, would that be like a third? Technically, a third world. Would you still watch it? I wouldn't watch it because he wasn't that appealing of a person in the old world. Physically, no. Mentally, he's still kind of the same kind of garbage. A little bit better. He's fine now. Like he got he got better when he was you know referred to a child. He had to grow again and got character development. Yeah, got over his past trauma. That trauma shit in that first season really gets me. That they did a really good job with that. Only within like two episodes, um, like they kind of cover it. And so for Mitch, um, I know you haven't seen it. I know I've mentioned it to you, but to give you like a little refresher of why I like the anime. Obviously, we just mentioned I'm a realist. I love progression that makes sense. So he's the one who he realized he had water magic. So he started by like one drop out of his finger. Two, I fill a cup of water. To like I can fill a bucket. To practicing filling multiple buckets. And then like, oh, I can do like a, like a water gun, like like a spritz. To like like so it wasn't just like I know how to do 
a water beam cannon. It was like, no, he trained for years about getting up to that level to be able to use the ancient, you know, like the, the top tier water magic kind of thing where it's like, they don't just ass pull shit, <laughs> which is what I fucking hate. Cause I mean, you're... go ahead. I, I mean, I agree with you. Nothing you said there is wrong. I'm, I'm just trying to think if there was any like special reason why he like, other than being an adult in a child's body and is able to quickly learn to read a book and start applying the techniques and science to it. If there is any, like, not ass pullery, but like him being the daughter of, not daughter, him being the son of a hero's party, like two members of a hero's party, if that had any effect with his, uh, like, mana that exists with inside him and everything. Um, even if it does, Having the mana doesn't necessarily mean you can do everything. You still have to study to like understand it in that world, because it's less of like innate ability and more of like a science. Like you have to learn a spell. Like you can't just do it. Like you have to learn the fundamentals of each thing. Like whenever he did the storm one, like his graduation one was like he had to study it before he even tried it out at all. He had to actually understand the ins and outs. Because if you try to summon a fucking catastrophe, yeah, that could probably fucking kill you if you don't know. What yeah, yeah, I I enjoy it a lot. I don't think there's like ass pulls. Like if if there are like nothing that makes sense, but but no, nothing that doesn't like can't make sense. But I hate whenever it, all animes just have a super strong fucking like in this one he's like ten years old. But like when you have a fucking child who's just like super strong, but it's just like you have him fight like a forty year old. It's like so you tell me you know he's twenty five years older. He wastes twenty five years of his life and he's not as strong as this random person who like doesn't have any reason to be this strong. It's that old meme of a villain who's been training his craft for decades gets beat by the power of friendships and flashbacks. Hey, don't insult the power of friendship. <laughs> See, I understand Naruto because, yeah, he's 16 years old, you know, but he had a demon goddamn fox inside him. I understand that. He had a sort of, he had a, not a limitless supply, but definitely tens, tens of times, like, larger pool to... Like when Neji fucking cut off all his chakra points. I, like, nigga, override. <laughs> I, I do want to put on a point for Jobless Reincarnator, though, like that even if they try to do some ass pullery, he has a 20 something year old brain older than him, plus the 10 years of living in the world. So, like, like he's he, effectively a grown ass man. Like, mentally, he's a, when he's a baby, he's a grown ass man. He understands what he's doing, so you know when he's a baby, he's just like, "Oh, I gotta suck on titties." Yeah, yeah, exactly. When he was a baby, he was like, "He it was like oh, panties, panties." <laughs> it's so creepy, and I love it that they're playing it, and like he's like people see him, and he's creepy. Everyone knows he's creepy, and it's not like, "Oh, Manetta." It's like that baby makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't want to be around I, him. You know, like that's a conversation that happens in the show. Like, yes that is a real thing because he's like when you see a child when he like he's looking at you like he knows what's happening like <laughs> he knows he's looking like, he's looking directly at your pussy and <laughs> he wants you to I, do something about it <laughs> i will say there's like some like sex scenes with actually like where you kind of see the sex scene but you don't see like any of like the good parts that you want to see ah uh same thing with the masturbation scene say happening at the same time you don't see any of the good parts that you want to see. I will say that's like that's a little much. Like that's like okay, this is fan service, but it's doing it in a way where like okay, but it's like realistic though. It's not like in Fire Force with uh the little cat girl 
tripping oh, yeah. and grabbing people's dicks. <laughs> what would they call that? Lucky Letcher or something? Uh, lucky or? Le- her Lucky Letcher, yeah. Yeah. That that's so ridiculous. Um, one point that I've always thought about, and this is the type of shit that I think about that no one ever thinks about. I've always had the idea of if there was some way to like manifest your brain or like your existence into like some sort of a ability to transfer it if you were to somehow go back to being a baby or transfer into a baby even if you transferred your entire mind into that baby does that baby's physical brain have enough neurons to handle your intellect or would you become essentially mentally handicapped until you had a developed enough brain to handle the amount of information you have stored inside of your intellect i think uh the um uh, all routes lead villainous all routes lead to doom uh the atomic game one which jesse doesn't like because of how it went uh that that answers that question a little bit because it goes she as a young child of like five years old gets hit with a rock and then remembers i have been reincarnated but also you can take that like no this girl is just not mentally well yeah, because it's like, if you think about it, as an adult, you've developed, you know, billions of neurons and links and whatever it is for your brain to function. As a baby, it ain't like that. <laughs> I, I dig things up for my master's degree. I don't I don't know nothings about your internal brains. I don't I don't understand that. You just know the diggings and the bones just, and the histories. I just know how to dig. All and, and the bones. Easy solution. Easy path. <laughs> magic you go, yeah. another, you go to another world maybe brains are different here don't worry about it oh that's great I, I, I understand it's an anime and I understand it's magic but like I've legitimately thought about that before like one of those thoughts where it's like I should be sleeping but for some reason I'm thinking about this that's been one of those thoughts oh no that's a great thought I have that thoughts like that all the time I love thoughts like that then you can just then you get texts from me in the group chat of me asking if God put the dinosaur bones in there to trick us, does that just mean we're in an abusive relationship with him? There's more reasons why than that. There's more <laughs> Well, yeah, but that's just the reason that I came up with my brain at the time. I love thoughts like that. But I will have to try and watch Jobless Reincarnation uh, before October because it sounds really good. And I'd like to catch up before the new season comes out because... Mitch, you would love it. Yeah, anytime you two are a fan of a of an anime together, I'm usually always going to like it. Yeah. Yeah, they, they basically travel with the black guy. But he's a blue guy for those purposes. <laughs> All right. At James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't Native Americans. They're blue. Yeah. <laughs> Who said it? James Cameron didn't make a movie. He remade a movie. Uh, but the next thing on the list, I believe, is one that Jesse is extremely excited for more than either of us, Brogan. Uh, I mean, I, I like this subject. I think it's fun. I need to get back on that horse. But... Get on that horse. You better ride it. <laughs> But it is uh, it is a definitely a difficult horse to get back onto. Uh, but Jesse, uh, what 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 is next on the docket? Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> you're you're welcome. You're welcome. So you're welcome. One Piece is going to be having a live action adaptation on Netflix <clears throat> at some point soon. 
Um, it is going to be about 10 episodes long and nothing's confirmed at this moment of what the story is going to follow. But in an interview about four years ago or so, uh, the director is like said that it's going to start roughly around the East blue arc. So it should start pretty early on in the show. Um, I know Oda is going to be an executive producer on it. So I feel like it's going to pr stick pretty close to the source material because obviously he's, this is his pride and joy <laughs> and he won't allow Netflix to fuck it up. <laughs> However, and I... because Netflix can fuck over a lot of different animes if they want to, not one piece, not when you have almost a thousand goddamn episodes, you I'm sure that contract has a lot of, I bet that there's a, like a part of it written in, so Oda gets to say, fuck you at any time. I guarantee that that's written in there somewhere. You would hope. I, I, I have no way the man that has that anime doesn't have that type of leverage. I, I have a lot of feelings, and I have statements that I have to make. Uh, Go ahead. This. Um, I, 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 I want to talk about One Piece in a little bit, but I'm actually going to be talking about like the industry and how it works. Because fun fact. So the create if you guys haven't heard me talk about this or gush about this, uh, the uh, mangaka for Kaguya-sama has a second book that he's writing at the same time. Also very good. I can't wait for the anime for you guys to watch it. It's called Oshinoko. I'm not going to go super deep into it, but it's about acting and like the film industry. <clears throat> Currently, they're they have gotten a little bit past it. The specific part I'm going to talk about. But they're in an arc about adapting a manga to a stage play and how that works and all that stuff. And I, like, personally, I have come to the realization, like, you cannot adapt a book or a movie or a TV show to a movie very well. Because time constraints, all of that, as long as you have, like, the heart of the series and know what directions to take it in what needs to be cut to still get the same experience across, which is a hard thing to do for a writer. I'm going to throw that out there. That's not easy. But the big thing that I learned from reading Oshinoko and then re later reading a blog post from Rick Rordan, the authors for series have no say in how it gets produced and how it gets made. Even like if you work it into your contract, Maybe you get lucky. Maybe. But for the most part, a studio doesn't have to ask an author anything about the series. Anything about it. They don't have to give a shit about the author. They have the rights. And that's how the Percy Jackson movie came to be so garbage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, Rick Rordan literally sent them emails saying, Hey, do not make Percy Jackson a late teenager because it doesn't make sense and you can't make a franchise out of it. Did you not watch Harry Potter? Uh, that's how it shut, that shit works. Uh, and I'm kind of looking at the thing and it says that the show's writer for the One Piece live action will be the same writer for Luke Cage and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, so if you know anything about those two shows... The first season of Luke Cage was pretty good. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. took a while to be good. I, I'm optimistic, okay? I'm going to be optimistic. But I just know they're going to fuck shit up. See, and well, as, the thing is, live actions typically just suck. Yeah, However, I mean, they won't... 
there's a difference between having like you use a franchise from like either you know a popular like book series or whatever or like even like you take like a marvel series or something like along that lines that's, that's different than like taking a singular property that is the poster boy of an entire goddamn genre yeah they would curate the entirety of japan if they fuck if they i don't know try to make a a character who doesn't matter a thing or like or like doesn't like stick close to the source material i'm i'm not going to disagree with you i you are very right but also like to argue that point ghost in the shell happened and ghost in the shell was considered one of the best made anime movies along with being the poster child for the genre of cyberpunk yeah, cyberpunk currently top anime in the world. Fair, fair. Yeah, Ghost I, of the I, Shell I, was was niche in a way where among you know anime viewers who've been watching anime for a long time, Ghost in the Shell is amazing. Ghost in the Shell is lovely. It's one of the like the pillars of like traditional anime. But to the to the everyday man, you don't just say ghost in the show they go oh yeah you can go literally to any prefecture in japan and go one piece and they go holy shit i mean everyone like i'll agree with you even like in the west here if you say one piece people are going to go isn't it that that thing with the pirate yeah yeah even even in western culture most people are going to at least know something about one piece whereas you know ghost in the shell you, you go you go onto the street and quiz 100 people maybe two have heard of it I, I agree. I just I mean, to raise that point and like no to take that point and raise it. We saw how fucking Dragon Ball Z. Like, <laughs> over a ago. We saw that. I watched the movie as a kid. I was like, this isn't that good. You know, like, <laughs> me as you know, when you're a kid, you just think anything that has fight scenes is cool. Even at that, that point, I was like, this kind of sucks. The fight scenes weren't even cool. <laughs> they were so bad. The choreography was so bad. The part was my penis wiggled for Chi-Chi. That's the only thing that, that made that movie somewhat bearable. Which, who was the actress? I'm going, I'm going to have to look up who the actress for Chi-Chi was in that. She was in a couple different things that I saw like during like during that point of my childhood. It's so like, oh, she's an attractive woman I've seen before. That shit sucked. So if you best believe in that very first pitch meeting probably years ago, that was the first thing that was brought up. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you ain't doing this shit over here, dog. You ain't gonna do this. I mean, they also, like, also, I just want to, like, on Dragon Ball, like, it was not even supposed to be Dragon Ball Z. It was supposed to be the original Dragon Ball, and they completely didn't understand. It's like fucking taking Adventure Time, removing the land of Ooh, and then putting it in high school. I understand that reference. It It's taking the fantasy setting throwing it out putting it in the real world and saying hey look at this like not because you didn't yeah. understand what the show was like jesse said hopefully since the creator has been doing this for what decades now or some shit like super long time and it's become such an investment and in literally his entire life work hopefully he didn't just sign a basic ass contract and he said if you want to fucking do this we're doing this the right way um, so From yeah. the articles I've read, I definitely take him as a person who would just walk the fuck away. Like he doesn't—he doesn't need money. Like, yeah, he's fine. He's—he's he's a goddamn superhero, Japan. <laughs> dude, dude literally married the stage actress for Nami. Yes, because he can fucking do that. He can marry Robin too if he wanted to. 
the fuck? You, my nigga, you're balling. He said, I wrote you, bitch. I own you. <laughs> you could marry Roronora Zoro if you wanted to. Not in Japan, dog. You He'd know. have to find them first. Oh, they, they, can <laughs> they can do that in Japan now, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You can yeah, just, just like, you know, you know, niggas can vote now, you know. <laughs> you know, women, women can what? have abortions. What? Just not in Texas. What? what? You, know, you, know, yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> wink, wink. So the actress for Chi-Chi, uh, her name is Jamie Chung. Uh, she wasn't in anything that crazy. She, I mean, she was in Big Hero 6, too. Uh, she is very attractive. Oh, jeez. You didn't need to pull her up so you couldn't objectify her like that. Uh, I, did, right. I, did, I did enough of that a few minutes ago. <laughs> you're right, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and go to the next topic now. And this is ahead. one that I don't have any experience with. Uh, World Trigger. I've had it on my watch list for a long fucking time, and I just haven't gotten around to it. Have either of you seen World Trigger? Yes. Literally, Jesse has. He's told us about it, and then also he put it on here. Why else would we have it on here? I was more asking for the audience, you cuck. Oh. Oh, like we're doing a show I'm or sorry. something. <laughs> we have an audience. Times. So many times I just want to tell you to shut up, but I don't. I only do it about a third of the time I want to. I mean, that's fair. I, 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 I deserve it. I deserve it. It's true. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's been a month. I'm out of the groove of things. I, I forgot that we weren't just sitting here. <laughs> I'll be real fucking honest with you right there. So, Jesse, uh, world trigger. <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, great world building. Um, very interesting show. So currently, they'll have a live stream uh, next week. Uh, looks like on the eighth. And basically, what they're doing is revealing uh, the dude to um, two new voice actors for prominent characters going forward in the show that we're going to be introduced to soon. Um, and in the second, the third season should premiere. Um, looks like October 9th. <clears throat> so it's coming up soon. Um, World Trigger is one of the ones where. And I know top tens always brought up like whenever like oh this one's good you know how many how many things do you have in your top ten you know ten you said about fifty different animes <laughs> you know? so this one's top ten or this this one's close it's like War Trigger is one of the ones where like it could genuinely end up being top ten like when it's wow. all said and done right now um, the concept is really interesting for the show so I think it has like seventy ish episodes um, the first season was good and then like it hit a wall from episode like. I think it was like late teens, like early 20s. I was like, I'm kind of bored of this a little bit. And then they they picked, they called me. They said, oh, the fuck, the fuck you just said? <laughs> Say less. <laughs> and then they fucking stepped on the gas and didn't let the fuck go. <laughs> then it just, it, it, it started. It, it's good. It's very good. Like, so you're going to, I don't know if it's going to be the same for everyone, but I hit a lull whenever things like, when I feel like there's the things just get stagnant for more than a few episodes, I just get kind of like, I don't really care about this. Or, you know, or if you try to make me care about some side character who's not really that important, like, I'm like, ah, I don't, get away from me. <laughs> but they heard me talking shit. And they personally reached out and told me to suck a dick. 
Very great show. Great character building. Cool powers. Um, the whole thing is the whole aspect is like triggers. Um, so most of them are just basic. So you can have like you know guns, swords, snipers, different shit like that. Um, and they all like they can do like, a bunch of different abilities. But then there's uh, specific like black triggers, which are like you know if if triggers are like layups. Black triggers are slam dunks, you know, like <laughs> they do some shit. You know, they give you extra abilities, boost, whatever you say. Like, like how normal swords are, you know, can do like, you know, X, Y, and Z. It's like one of them could like, oh, you have a power suit now, and like all your physical shit's like, you know, infinite. Or there's one sword where it has seven blades, but you can't really see where they like, but they're invisible. So like you can basically set traps for people. Like, so it's like huh. very like OP shit, you know. But I mean, but there's few and far between. Like the main organization only has like three of these motherfuckers. You know, like it's out of like you know thousands of people in the organization. So it's like not just like there's so many strong people. It's like yeah, but eh. and where it starts off in season three is these niggas about a they're like a not a tournament arc per se, but yes, it's more of a competition to get their rank up within the organization. Because they're going to go on an expedition, essentially, to space. And they need to be a certain rank to be even able to go, to submit their names to go. But they were talking all this shit like, nigga, we better go to this shit. But they're like, well, you guys are, you know, mid, you know, I think rank C or B or whatever. And it's like, you need to be at the top of B for us to even consider you. So basically, it was like, you can't lose a match. So, like, everything is, like, pressures on them to, like, do well enough to be invited to go. So that's probably going to be the third season. It's going to probably be a bulk of like them finishing the tournament, most likely qualifying to go. And then I don't know if it's going to be like the end of third season slash fourth season when they actually like go to space and like go visit some of these other outering like planets. But great world building, uh, infinite possibilities, similar to like um, Job of the Reincarnation, where like it, it has built a giant world and like so you kind of understand the scope of the world a little bit better. Same thing with the world trigger. It clearly defines what's around and how everything interacts with each other. So I, I'm, a, I'm a fan for information. <laughs> and it doesn't just throw it all at you. you. You get bits and pieces throughout. So it definitely keeps you entertained. You know, besides that little lull there towards the beginning, trust me, if you don't believe me, they will give you a fucking call. Don't even worry about it. They have your number, I promise. They'll call you post-haste. <laughs> So I recommend giving it a watch. Like I said, it's 60, 70 episodes or so. Very enjoyable. Very nice. That's one that I want to watch, but it's so hard to get into like a long running series where you're behind that many episodes. I've been wanting a long running series though. Like there you go. Other than like one piece to try to jump into like something not super long, but long enough where like I can really kind of put it on and I don't have to worry about man. I've, blown through all 12 episodes in the last six hours we all have uh, definitions of what long means uh i mean again i think 70 is a good good amount to start at uh for like going into that long territory uh, i did watch the first episode of world trigger like four years ago oh no five years ago probably probably need to rewatch that i'm assuming yeah, no, no, I definitely need to re-watch that. I just remember the 
little boy with white hair, and he was like, I'm a neighbor. Uh, and I was like, whoa. All right. A lot going on with it. <laughs> I like knowing that it's not super exposition-y with their world building, though. Yeah, that's happens. always nice when they kind of like reveal it to you through the goings-on instead of just sitting there giving you a monologue. Exactly. Next um, one, uh, I don't yeah, know who this, put this on here. Is this you, Brogan? Yeah, this was me, because, you know what? Stories like this are always kind of a little nice to have. It's it's nice to see this, like, just co- go back a little bit in your nostalgia. Just take a few steps back. Remember a, a better time, a time when, the wor- when we didn't know how much the world really was on fire, when we could just go out and frolic and enjoy ourselves and life when things were crazy and nice and you didn't have depression. That was Pokemon. a long time ago. <laughs> that was so, so long ago. 25 years ago, almost, actually. Because they just celebrated their 25th anniversary with Pokemon. Uh, yeah, no, this new one, uh, there was a trailer that dropped for the new Pokemon TV show. Uh, it's only going to be eight episodes. Uh, it's called Pokemon Evolution. Um, I watched the trailer, uh, and it looks like it's going to be kind of like, uh, do you guys remember at all, like, Pokemon Chronicles? Did you ever catch that? No, I wasn't a huge Pokemon kid, honestly. Uh, Digimon, I got it, I got it. Hey, you know, I, I see you. You're valid. <laughs> uh, I agree, like, I don't know, like, after, like... I would say I watched, like, after, like, Brock and Misty, then, like, May was around, then I didn't get really past May much. I mean, for me watching the anime, like, I watched a little bit when Dawn was there, which is the character Ooh. that the character that came after May. Her name was Dawn. Uh, so that, hmm? She cute. She's a child. Didn't answer my question. He didn't say he wanted to fuck her. He was just asking if she's cute. The answer is no. If she's a child. Then yes. If I said hot, then yeah, that's her proper response. Those are pretty cute, okay? She looks like any, gen- any She looks like any generic anime girl from a children's anime. She ain't Gardevoir. I don't appreciate trying to make me out to be a pedophile. I don't appreciate it. I'm the only pedophile in this group. <laughs> he said it. It's a we joke, NSA. It's a joke. <laughs> hey, it's not the NSA you should be watching out for. It's Texas. Uh, oh, they're all pedophiles in Texas. They're the only ones making the laws. <laughs> oh, Jesse tipped his cowboy hat. <laughs> this migration uh, protection, baby. Yeehaw, ma'am. Uh, no, um... I, I'm I'm not I've never been super thrilled on the anime anymore. It's not anything that good. Uh, the quality of animation has gone downhill. Uh, but Pokemon Chronicles is kind of the same what this Pokemon Evolutions was or is. Pokemon Chronicles was what this is going to be again, which is like just kind of a short series where it's kind of vignettes and uh, an anthology each episode following a different character. What I'm excited for about it is that the animation for it looks clean and pretty good. All, all I want from, like, a Pokemon TV show, because I don't care about fucking Ash losing a goddamn Pokemon battle again 
and not knowing what a fucking ratatata is. <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore. It's 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 not for me. It's for the children that are now getting into Pokemon. Um, this is going to be more like watching the Pokemon movie, but you don't have to deal with Ash. Getting like like a ooh like a Detective Pikachu. The movie was okay, but it's the quality of animation and the world building that they were doing in it that's what got me for it. And that's what I'm expecting from this. From the trailer, it looks like the animation is going to be good. We're going to see some cool shit, some hype Pokemon battles. And that that's all I could ask for for a Pokemon TV show. I wish it was longer than eight episodes. Or give me a Pokemon TV show where I see Pokemon eating other Pokemon. That'd be brutal as fuck. Like a Nat, Nat Geo Pokemon? It happened in the manga. It... it, it hmm? You just walk outside your your house. You haven't mowed in a while, so you have long grass. You just see Pokemon just killing people in the backyard. Oof, oof. Yeah, it could it could happen. Imagine you just turn the corner and you're fucking face to face with Groudon. You're like, ah. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, how do you walk in a space? Wrong neighborhood. <laughs> uh, yeah, no it. Shit like that, I would I would love to see. Um, like I want to get that Pokemon Anatomy book. That looks fucking rad as shit. Uh, but no, the, even in the Pokemon Snap trailer for that game, they had a they had a scene where a fucking Drift Bloom picks up a Clam Pearl and it's like that Drift Bloom is carrying that Clam Pearl because it's going to drop it on the ground, kill it, and eat it. Nice. And and they and they were not bashful about what that drift bloom was going to be doing. They're like, "Ooh, some Pokemon eat other Pokemon." Like, yeah, it makes sense. Broken. Contact the industry heads. Tell them that you want to direct a Nat Geo for Pokemon. I would kill to direct a Nat Geo for Pokemon. Oof. I'm should admit that. Oof. <laughs> what? No circumstances will I kill anyone for anything. Unless they were coming right at me. <laughs> yeah. I, I stood my ground, sir. They came right at, I thought my life was in danger because they won't let me direct Nat Geo Pokemon. Well, that would work down here in Texas. Yeah. Work, yeah. That would work here in Kansas, too. Uh, de depends on the county. Yeah, yeah, it's a little more skeptical here. You can, it'll work in Texas. Like, I can 100% success rate. That's yeah. a great officer he was a liberal he was attacking me in my way of life i felt attacked and like i was in a dangerous situation i had to do what i had to do I had to put him down and if they look even like a little bit puzzled, right. it's not an immediate on your side it's like did i mention he was colored <laughs> <laughs> and a woman that somehow also tried the scalpel was up to her stomach they were about to go in i had to put him down I heard something about communism as well. Yeah. I, I, don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. Brogan, I, I think this next one is another this, one of yours, right? This next one, I, I think we're now getting the territory of things that I put. Um, everything on top, except for Konosuba. That's what she said. Jesse's. Uh, this next one is another part mean. Uh, we don't have to talk about it for too long, because we, we kind of chatted about it last night, but I'd love to like tell you guys more about it. But uh, 
Lupin the Third is coming back again for part six. He just won't die. It's been they've been running this anime since the seventies. It's almost as old as Doctor Who. (laughs) Jesus, I'm oh I'm so excited. I love Lupin the Third. However, the fact that each season basically is called a part, uh. I have some like feelings about that. Like also until recently, each season has been like uh what's the word? Um like separated by a color of jacket that he wears. Interesting. But now they're yeah, so like the first season is green jacket lupon, second season's red jacket, the third, like part three is pink jacket. Nobody talks about part three. Uh part four, five Part four and five are blue jacket Lupin. And then there's some movies where it's black jacket and Lupin, but we don't talk about that yet. Because uh, that's, getting, that's getting two in the weeds. Two in the weeds. Uh, but now they're bringing back green jacket for part six. Uh, and Lupin's crazy. There's a lot of things. There's like theories about cloning. There, it, it's wild. It's a wild series. Uh, I, I was telling you guys last night, to me, it's akin to anime uh, James Bond. Like, it has a lot of things. There's this one guy, Lupin. He's going off and doing all these adventures. He has his friends and characters that come along with him along the way. I mean, fucking shit. Uh, the gun he uses a, is a Walter P, uh, PPK. Yeah. Which uh, the gun that James Bond uses is a Walter P38. Oh, so they've taken a lot of inspiration. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's different. Like, there are things where, like, James Bond drives an Aston Martin, Lupin the Third drives a yellow Fiat Five Hundred from the seventies. Fiat. I love my little Fiat. Uh, however, right now it's causing me anxiety. Um, it's got some car problems. I'm having car problems right now, guys. Um, Chrysler's never been the same. Chrysler has never been the same. But yeah, it's coming back for part six. It's going to be Green Jacket. Uh, I le- um, if you want to start watching Lupin, here's my suggestion. This is to you and Mitch and Jesse and the audience. Okay. Start at part four. You really don't need any other basis. They kind of introduce the characters a little bit. Like, they're not going to, like, go, like, even in part one, they don't tell you where he met Fujiko Mine. They don't tell you where he met Goemon or uh, uh, the uh, the gun. He's got a gunman whose name I'm blanking on. Uh, they don't uh, Jigen. They don't tell you where he meets Jigen. So like, it's not going to matter. You just know like, oh, these are his friends. These are his accomplices that he does shit with, and it sets you off the story for part six. Like. Every season is compressed into its own story and series. Like, fucking shit. Part two is just episodic. Each episode is different. Part six has an overarching story, so it's more fun to kind of watch that way. I like overarching stories, personally. So it makes it easier to watch a show. It makes gives you a reason to go back again. Uh, so I'd say start at part four, and then... Watch part five. Part five does a bunch of cool, interesting stuff. The animation for both seasons are chef's kiss. It's great. 
the the music for the show is fantastic, especially if you like jazz. Do you like jazz? I do. I do like jazz. Good. Jesse, do you like jazz? I don't like jazz. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You you heard it you heard it here first, folks. Jesse likes jazz. <laughs> La La Land is a great movie. <laughs> We're going to have to put, like, a headphone warning in there. <laughs> uh, have you guys noticed if we have a, a spot of dead air, it's dead fucking quiet because of just the fact that we are potting from home? Well, and also because we all understand the concept of a noise gate. Well, yeah, that too. Uh, I mean, I could take my noise gate off and you can hear my air conditioner going... Hmm. There's cicadas. Uh, I, I just going. <laughs> oh yeah, cicadas. I love the sound of cicadas so much. I think we've talked about this before. I have a deep love. But yeah, Lupin's great. Um, the uh, comics are pretty good. Uh, Mitch Jesse, there is a side TV show called Lupin the Third. Uh, Fujiko Mine, uh, the woman known as Fujiko Mine. I, it's kind of like a prequel series. If you ever want to watch that, I have it on DVD. It's fucking great. The animation is it's amazing. What? Hmm? Yeah, there are tits in it quite often. I said you live two states away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll mail it to you. Broken to tits? Tits? <laughs> tits? 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 tits. <laughs> Someone knows what I'm doing tonight. Wow, don't objectify your girlfriend online there like that. We're fucked up. I'm going to clip I that think, and send it to her. I think they would appreciate okay. it. Okay. It's like, dang, he sees you as as your pro as his property. How does that make you feel? Aroused. Maybe she's into that. Some people like to be treated. Look, look at him just speaking for her right now. Jeez, calm down. Jeez, I liked you better when you were by. <laughs> <laughs> God. You were so accepting back then. Now here you are. Now, now I've well. Once I'm no longer bi, now it's uh. Rogan, I'm supposed to be the bigoted straight white guy. I no, I I've lost my uh, queer card, so now I have to be that. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, I mean, this episode, you, you know, you're in the lead by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, oh, it's. And that's nothing bad about you, Broga. That just means, bitch, you need to step your fucking game up, man. Uh, there's a topic later towards the end that, don't worry, I'll get it back. I'll get my title back. <laughs> you will get it back, and I will be cringing. Yes. Cool. No, it's even better. Um, for the audience, uh, my girlfriend, uh, she is actually a streamer on the platform. Uh, you talk about the competition, you motherfucker. I am. But she streams video games, not chatting. We chat. We just chat. Pod? We don't just chat. We pod. We okay. We pod. <laughs> Do like have you ever potted before? Um, no. So her name, her uh, handle on Twitch is a uh, Nisha Bun. Gotcha. Uh, chat so she she's fantastic. Also, her pronouns are she they. So I know what that okay. means. It means she's a marginally non-binary. I just thought that means she's a woman who likes they. Could also mean that. I'm I'm he, him, they, them, she, her. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I'm hee hee. I, I am call me, call me whatever you want. Call me a piece of fucking garbage. I don't care. I have no fucking self respect. Who's it? I don't want to be called garbage, but I mean, you call me, you can, I have a name. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice one, I think. It is a nice one. You do have a nice name. I know. I have like 47 nicknames. You can use any one of those. Chocolate Bear Daddy. What? Yeah, Chocolate Bear Daddy. Wait, what? I spoke over you. Maybe the Which one I time that, that was a positive. <laughs> I said uh, you're a digger. You know, yeah, you're a I dig things. Yeah. He is an archaeologist or trying to be. So yeah, he is a digger. Uh, next week I get to go out and start digging things on the weekday weekends. That'll be great. Nice. Um. Yeah. Now we're. Uh, I guess. Uh. Now we have one more and. For premieres, uh, we've talked about it a little bit on uh, previous episodes, uh, and it kind of goes into, I, I do not want us to get into it this episode, about what makes anime anime, because we talk about it a lot. <laughs> we uh, do. <laughs> which, I mean, I love talking about it. I think it's a very important thing to talk about, and we it should be discussed. Uh, and it probably differs for everyone. Like I've said previously, what I feel makes anime anime uh but again we're not getting into it we're not we need to stop um you're the only one talking i know <laughs> i am a problem for myself and everybody like, else around we me. Too. you see what i'm talking about people like we me and mitch walked through one of the keys and he kept I, saying key. <laughs> you know what if i just identify as multiple fucking people what if i am we then keep that in your head man <laughs> Just, just every now and then just say, hey, Brogan, how are you doing? This isn't Brogan. This is Mordecai. Okay, <laughs> Mordecai. Have a great day. I'll just, like, leave you alone. <laughs> Do not want to deal with Mordecai on a Tuesday morning, I tell you what. Um, He's a dick. You know, he'd be <laughs> he's such a misogynist. <laughs> a huge misogynist. A little homophobic, too. Um, no, the next, the next uh, thing for coming out is uh, Star Wars Visions. Uh, this last month, they put out a trailer for it. I don't know if you guys took the time to watch the trailer at all. I've not. Um, it's going to be an interesting show because it's Star Wars, but everything is animated. Each episode is animated by a different studio. And the level of weave I'm at is I was watching the trailer and I could pick out each and every studio that was animating it. Fucking Ghibli is animating an episode. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Trigger has an episode. Studio Perot has an episode. So, it'll be interesting. Have they revealed if it's going to be, like, in a certain timeline in the Star Wars universe? Or is it just going to be disconnected, like, side stories? I think disconnected side stories. Disney doesn't even know what it's doing with Star Wars anymore. They, I think I've heard rumors of them saying, like, this second trilogy, the new trilogy, isn't canon. <laughs> I wouldn't blame them, honestly. It was kind of shit. It, it had a solid base. No, it didn't. You don't have to lie. <laughs> you don't. It had a, well, it had a solid base because they literally remade A New Hope. Uh. <laughs> they literally remade A New Hope and then killed uh, Harrison Ford, yeah. which I 
guarantee he asked them to do. He's like, I do not want to be in any more of these movies, for the love of God. I'm too fucking old. Kill me. <laughs> I'm done with this shit. I don't. I hate Star Wars fans with a passion. Just let me fly planes and crash them. <laughs> I am Harrison Ford. Uh, no, uh, it belongs in the museum. Uh, Harrison Ford impression. Um, Thanks, Bergen. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> it's it's awful. The new se new season new the new trilogy was awful. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Visions. I just know that it'll be cool to see Stu Trigger like animate something with aliens, and it's in there from the start, and they don't lie to us. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, shout out, uh, Darling and the Franks. <laughs> Darling and Franks. Uh, Kisniver, Kill a Kill. Oh yeah, huh? Everything. <laughs> yeah. Starts out with something else, and then it turns to aliens. Oh, gotta love Trigger, man. Technically, uh, topping uh, Gurren Logan. I guess you can kind of consider those aliens. Well, it's you can kind of consider. Well, it didn't start with technically aliens. They were like fantasy type thing going on, sci-fi fantasy. Then it went to intergalactic. Uh, but also the big thing was, like, Gainex technically did Gurren Logan. But after Gurren Logan happened, Trigger broke off. You oh. could say that's <laughs> a trigger warning. <laughs> 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 I just hurt Jesse on a spiritual level. <laughs> you could say they had a world trigger. Oh. <laughs> you understand that you gave me power... Uh, it gave me admin power in this server, and I could just <laughs> kick both of you. Just right now. Please, sir. Please, no kick. <laughs> please, sir. Please do kick. Uh, I, sh I shouldn't ask for that, because I'd be testing him, and he would do it. <laughs> he would fucking do it in a heartbeat. That would be the worst decision I've made today. <laughs> I've made so many bad decisions today. But, you know, up until the... Uh... Most recent trilogy, I've been a pretty big Star Wars fan. Like, I've followed a lot of the lore, like, including the side comics and all that different stuff. And, like, kind of the, the story of Luke after the original movies. And, like, Star Wars was really, really interesting, I would say, up until the most recent trilogy where they just kind of shat the bed. So, hopefully, this is like a redemption arc. I think the concept of Rey was a good idea to like have like this strong female character, I think they didn't do her justice and just shot the bed with that. Well, yeah, the writing in general, the actors weren't very strong. I mean, it, it was what just. What the fuck did you say to my mountain lion of a man, Adam Driver? My tall, tall drink of tepid <laughs> water, Adam Driver. Jesse, that wasn't just me, right? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Brogan, you went uh you went Transformers there for a second. Oh, did I really? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Um I hope nothing's crazy going on with my internet. No, I was just giving uh weird nicknames to Adam Driver. I called him a tall drink of tepid water. Good old Ben Swallow. <laughs> ben Swallow. Yeah. But yeah. Hopefully this is a return to decent storytelling and not just garbage i watched the episode of the bad batch it seemed okay the bad batch 
Uh, it's like the Clone Wars spinoff. Oh. Yeah. I've, I like Star Wars. I don't care about the lore or, like, like the books and all of that. It, my brother starts talking about Star Wars. Both of my brothers start talking about, about Star Wars and, like, all these random characters and all this bullshit. And my eyes glazed over. I'm like, I like Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, your feelings on the Star War? I could give a shit about the past 15 minutes of this conversation. <laughs> that checks out. I was, I've seen one Star Wars movie in theaters, and it was because 47 of us went. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything that evening. But for everyone else, they planned their fucking weekend around it. Did it you? Friday, or it was a Thursday evening, because it was like premiere night. Was it a Thursday? Because uh, it was for the first movie, the first of the new trilogy, right? Dude, I don't fucking know. Luke turned to some dust. He was like projecting himself. Oh, died in the Leia died in the fucking I don't know some bullshit. She died in the fucking space because she was like outside. Like she was deceased. But then they pulled her in and then she was fine. Suck a cock. She would have been dead. No, she flew. She fucking flew. That bitch said superwoman and just like flew back inside. And everyone was like, oh. <laughs> We're like, oh Harry. That's what I <laughs> Carrie Fisher is an angel. Literally, because she's dead. <laughs> in conclusion, I don't give a shit about Star Wars. It's fine. I, I'm, I'm indifferent of it, but why I say I don't give a shit is because everyone likes it kind of thing. We're like, kind of like if, like in this conversation, when we're doing the podcast, I would just like tune out. I'd like do something else. You know, like, I, I don't really care about it. It's like, I'll never go back and watch the movies. Like, there's characters I know, like Jar Jar Binks. That's my guy. He's hilarious. Oh. oh. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is so fucking funny, and people insult him so much, and he doesn't deserve it. Oh, the worst character in the entire franchise. Like, it's just, um, I like how they gave my nigga Samuel L. Jackson a purple lightsaber. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Samuel L. Jackson asked for a purple lightsaber. They said, don't worry, you're the only nigga, so it makes sense. They gave him the segregated lightsaber. <laughs> all the way down to the end of the line of lightsabers. They literally changed how lightsabers work in canon because Samuel L. Jackson asked for a purple one and they weren't going to say no. Makes sense. He's Samuel fucking Jackson. Yeah. Do you want to say no to Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> like, they've had cool character designs and shit. Like I like like I like General Grievous, I like Darth Maul, like I like all those like characters. I like the double lightsaber, I like the nigga having four, like I like, so I, like, I like some of the shit they've done, but like, I like the, I guess, all the movies in pieces. I wouldn't want to sit down and watch, like, any single one of them in its entirety. I think that's a good concept to run with. Like, they're they're good in pieces. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I, I think there was, I forget which one it was, but I know there's one that was a shit, and I actually like, watched it with someone. Like, and that was, like, their, this is, you know, Star Wars is good. And I was like, this is not good. It was the <laughs> one with, um, I think Natalie Portman was in it. Uh, That's all of the last, the, uh. Yeah, the prequel. Prequel trilogy. It was probably Clone Wars. It was God. the entire thing. I was just sitting there like, I'm about to kill this motherfucker for recommending this shit. Uh, <laughs> Attack of the Clones is absolute garbage. So, 4, 5, and 6, which... Is weird because with the naming scheme, four, five, and six was actually the original back in the eighties. 
those were those were amazing that was like the some of the best movies ever made well, for the time here's the thing the first one start like we're going to ignore all the, like the naming scheme of four five six we're going to ignore the fact that it wasn't called a new hope it was literally called just star wars like that's what the name was there was no tagline to it uh the original star wars was absolute garbage until uh george lucas showed it to steven spielberg his wife and another editor friend so they said this is garbage but we can cut this and make it good and his wife is the one that made the movie actually good there you go but yeah star wars weird because four five six the originals back in the 80s amazing the prequels were bad but they were bad in like a funny way like you said, like Jar Jar's hilarious. Uh, fucking Anakin, his actor just was so emo and just so extra. Like they're kind of funny. There's a lot of memes that came out of the prequels. I hate sand. But as <laughs> uh, but as bad as the prequels were, somehow the newest ones were even worse. And it's just like, just stop trying to milk the Star Wars brand for money, because you keep diluting it. And I'm hoping that now that they're bringing it over to, like, anime studios who, like, actually take themselves fucking seriously as compared to, like, Hollywood producers who are all fucking clowns, maybe this will actually be decent. Maybe we'll actually get a decent product out of it. We can see. We might get something fun. We might get something different. All I can say is on the note of milking it, it was with this, like, new trilogy where I noticed all of the commoditization of Star Wars and it as, like... Where it's like Marvel, where everything had like the Marvel ver like get your Star Wars uh, fruit snacks and your Star Wars shaped uh, macaroni. I'm like, uh, we're using Star Wars as an ad for a fucking car commercial. Like, I'm I'm done. Capitalism. I'm done. Uh, okay, let's get into the fucking news. I'm I'm now super pissed about Star Wars. I'm angry. I shouldn't have added this. Agreed. <laughs> I'm, I'm visibly upset. This first piece of news uh, is something that we alluded to a while back when it was in its initial talks. And we actually had an entire episode based around this talk of if it happens, is this good or is this bad for the anime industry? But if... yeah, I can't remember what clickbait title I gave this. Yeah. <laughs> something good. But what was originally being held up in the courts has finally gone through. Uh, Sony, which is the parent company of Funimation, has finally bought out Crunchyroll and all of their uh, assets, which would include VRV. Uh, for the time being, they are keeping Crunchyroll and VRV, VRV separate from Funimation. But I would just assume from a natural progression and kind of what corporations are known to do, they always promise to keep things segmented and then after about a year, they don't. So I would assume with this finalization, we are probably eventually going to get one mega anime provider i'm okay with that i'm i'm very happy about that actually i am okay with it as long as they kind of keep the core employees and core structure of the other places that they're ab absorbing because if they just leave it up to like sony executives they're gonna fuck it up and that we're, what we're going to get is we're going to get tiers. We're going to get, oh, if you get the Sony Silver tier, you get things a week after release. But if you get the Sony Gold tier, you get it at release. If you get Platinum, you get our entire library. Yeah, no, Sony 
execs fuck everything up. I've seen Venom. Uh, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Your, your, your feelings. Like, are you, are you excited? What, after the original news of it being bought, Crunchyroll, Sony merger, Fallout, what are you feeling about it now? Um, kind of like what you said, Mitch. Um, kind of like on the same point of him of like, unfortunately, it's probably gonna be a price increase now since you know they're gonna have like a larger library, more centralized place. So it's probably gonna go up to like probably fifteen bucks a month or something, roughly maybe, if just for like a one-stop shop subscription, which isn't the end of the world. I mean. I don't know. Subscriptions, I think, are fair around 10 bucks. You know, like Netflix and all of them, like 10 bucks, like, eh, sure. But when you start getting up there with, like, you know, adding all like, the small ones, like, you know, like Disney Plus and shit, it's like, I don't want that. I don't need that. Like, get away from me. So, like, if they do some stupid shit where it's like, you're saying if they do like a tier where it's like, get the wait a week for anime, you can come after me. I don't care. I'll watch it somewhere else. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I will watch it on your shitty platform. Somewhere else. Wink. Uh, legally, obviously. <laughs> um, I have a website that I can suggest <laughs> to you guys. Um, hit us up uh, on Twitter. I'll DM it to you. But, yeah, like, I, if they do anything stupid shit like that where it doesn't, like, release okay. automatically or um, or if they try to do, like, tears or if it goes, like, I mean, granted, I just still Mitch's shit, so, like, I don't even pay for it. But... If I were to pay for it, I wouldn't want to pay more than 15 bucks. So anything over than that is outrageous for any type of subscription like purchase. Jesse, I would assume that you just feel disrespected for Mitch. Like they're disrespecting Mitch and you'd feel that disrespect. Like, On my behalf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel I only get secondhand disrespect when my boy has a problem with it. Like he becomes venting to me saying, oh, these dumb motherfuckers raise $20 an hour. Now I have an issue, but if I he's and I respect my nigga's decision because all my dogs eat. <laughs> my boy feels fine, feels like he's get, it's all copacetic, then we all good. But my nigga tripping now, I'm tripping off tops. I don't even need an explanation. I'd have a goddamn problem with it. I tell you what, but I don't think they're gonna do something that stupid. But it's probably gonna go up like five bucks or something a month. It probably is. I think but they're gonna like, lull us into a false sense of security. I think they're not going to touch pricing, availability, or even the company names for like the first two years. And then once they get everyone into this, oh, nothing's going to change, then they're going to start changing the monthly subscriptions into contracts. And then once they have the majority of their customer base into contracts, thinking that nothing's changing, that's when it hits you with the bam. Centralized, it's all going away, now you're in a tier. Don't even fucking suggest contracts. I had that shit happen to me with Adobe. They don't, by the way, little sidebar, uh, we do all the time. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the Unnamed Anime Podcast. Um, Adobe, when I first like purchased it, they don't tell you that you're like, it's not like Netflix or Hulu where you can cancel at any time. No, they put you into a contract. So if you cancel it without the year being up, you owe them an extra month. And they don't tell you that shit off the top. Well, they tell you it in that little tiny text that you click the checkbox saying, oh yeah, I totally read this. <laughs> I'm not reading that bullshit. I'm illiterate. <laughs> no, um, I like, I agree with all the sentiments you guys have about this. My only reason for like liking it, and I, I know I shouldn't because I hate monopolies, I think, 
that shit shouldn't be happening. Disney should not exist anymore. Uh, Facebook shouldn't exist. Microsoft needs to get its shit kicked in. Um, but that that's all on me. Uh, my only happiness about it is everything is a streaming service now. Everyone has their own thing. It's like everyone has their own podcast. Uh, so <clears throat> it, it, I, it, I miss when you could just – the only streaming service you needed or existed was Netflix. Times are simpler. Yeah, exactly. centralization – here's the thing about centralization – Essentially, you give up some of the individuality and some of the freedom for more options and more content. Um, because when you have, like, some people, you know, don't want to have VRV and Crunchyroll and Funimation. So if it's all one singular place, maybe they'll be willing just to have one. And so they get a lot more. And so you get a lot more access to anime. And it might be good for the overall anime community as a whole long term. But you're also giving up some of your freedom as a customer to choose, because when you have the choice, when you have a choice, and you someone says, "Hey, fuck you! I'm raising my prices." Oh, okay, well then I'll stop going to Funimation. I'll go to Crunchyroll. We don't have that now. Now, if they say, "Hey, fuck you! I'm raising my prices," what are you gonna do? Oh, I'm just not gonna watch anime. Well, no. Now, now the option we have is pirating. There's a reason why black markets exist. Yeah. Well, and and get into the yeah, and so you you run out of legitimate options. You run out of legal options, and so that's it's a good and a bad because are more things going to probably come online now? Yes. Uh, you know, are they going to have a bigger cash pool to buy more anime for more for more studios? Yes. Yes, they are. But we as the customer are probably going to get a, a a worse UI experience. We're probably going to get roped into contracts we're probably gonna get price increases and we're gonna we're gonna get the short end of the stick and in return they're like well here's some more anime so it's like you, you gotta take the good with the bad because in a global market like this duopolies never exist essentially they're two heads of the same coin until one of the sides eats the other and then you have a monopoly without naming it a monopoly that's or just that's just how corporate the corporate world works or the duopoly has come to a single understanding, shake hands, and are actually a monopoly, just not telling you about it. Yeah, just more like a shadow monopoly. Like the <laughs> the customer always gets fucked regardless because that's just how we've allowed the the market to evolve to. Mitch, I love the Parker Brothers classic board game, Shadow Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Monopoly, but it's a little darker. <laughs> so edgier. Uh, Every time you play it, Linkin Park's crawling in my skin plays. Talk shit about Linkin Park. We don't have a problem, Brogan. That's my that's my, in my skin. That's my childhood, dog. That's my insane, <laughs> but I'm gonna talk shit about it. Jesse, you actually have a business degree. So do I. <laughs> I don't fuck? know what the, I what don't the know fuck? what the bullshit you do, Mitch. You have everything. Mitch, fuck your invalid opinion. Jesse, business degree. What do you think about this? No, Mitch, your opinion was very valid. No, no, it's I, fine. I, Jesse, what do you think? I thought you had a medical degree. I, was I have multiple up. degrees. Oh, God. I'm learning. We're learning so much tonight, audience. Jesse, since you're the valid one here, uh, what do you think about this move? Well, yeah, you're white. You're not valid. How, how does this affect the business world and the customer? Since I didn't make those points. I want to hear Jesse's points on them. 
<clears throat> my opinion on this matter. It doesn't fucking matter because it already happened. Hey. <laughs> Whoa. What? The only thing we can do is wait and see, which is unfortunate, which is basically what the fuck we've been doing with our fucking country too right now is we're already, we're already up Shits Creek. We got to see, you know, how big of a storm it is. So, you know, do I think, just like what Mitch said, you know, with his invalid opinion, <laughs> is it going to be an immediate, like, changes? No, I don't think so. But in a year, maybe two, you know, depending on whatever, like, contracts they have, like, in their back ends with certain, like, different, you know, providers and contractors, what they have on their back end, whenever all those are up, sort of like how, like, in the current, like, college landscape of, like, Texas and OU, like, in 2025, when all their contracts are up, they're switching, like, over to a different conference. When all, whenever Funimation cleans up, you know, certainly cleans up all that shit on the back end with Crunchyroll and VRV, then we'll probably see, you know, a lot of redesigns. One big thing as a customer that I want to see, I, I want them to keep VRV's design. I don't like Funimation. Funimation's app sucks. I don't like it. I hate it. It's fucking awful. So, like, hopefully they can actually understand that. <laughs> And like, I don't know, do like actually give the customers what they want because VRB is very easy to use, very user friendly. Um, but for like the actual business aspect itself, um, I probably do agree that whenever they do something stupid, like, you know, force contracts, um, I also probably don't think it's going to be as simple as raising prices. Um, but who knows what happens in the landscape in the next couple of years. Maybe another service comes along, maybe... Um, you know, I'm not sure the logistics, but like maybe some of the current providers in Japan maybe like decide to expand abroad since like, you know, now they're feeling a little centralized over here. Maybe like some people might see this opportunity to like, oh, well, they can give you your shit too, but like we can give this to you when it releases in Japan, you know, <laughs> or, you know, because like yeah, obviously like sometimes there's a disparity between when it releases in Japan to, to be here. It's like, I don't know, maybe that happens. Maybe someone comes over and tries to bring in a new, you know, streaming service, you know, maybe they integrate, you know, cater to the American audience, you know, I'm not sure what the numbers are, you know, obviously in Japan, like they're fine with what they have there and how many people watch over there, but maybe they can see that their American audience or, you know, other countries that, you know, that are primarily English speakers are like prominent or prominent enough margin where they're like, Oh, this is cost effective. Like this will be worth our time you know, expanding into this new market. And, you know, that would be cool. I'd be interested in that. Um, I feel like they wouldn't, They obviously the, what they have there, they don't try to fleece their fucking audience. So I don't think it would be outrageous um, for the cost, but uh, yeah, we have to wait and see. Kind of sucks, but yeah, there's nothing else we can really do. They'll fuck us eventually, but it depends on how hard. You know, Jesse, you brought up a point that I didn't even think about, but now that I'm thinking about it, every time a giant buyout happens and a certain market starts getting hot, you know who steps in? Jeffrey. Jeffrey Bezos. Hold on. Hold on. The tune was wrong there. Uh, was it? I've heard that yeah, song yeah. like, I've heard like 10 seconds of that song once. I apologize. Born in 1964. Dun, 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 dun. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, but I, I have it wrong now too. I don't. But yeah, I could see because Prime Video already has a an abbreviated selection of anime. 
I could see old Jeff jumping in and saying, ooh, Sony making some money moves. I need to get my hand in that pot. So I mean, I maybe mean, we get an Amazon competitor. They already kind of have. I mean, uh, I think I wiped it from the docket, but uh, uh, the last Evangelion movie that recently came out, I mean, that came out on uh, Prime Video. Well, and, and maybe they, they expand that. Because right now it's just like, you know, a few exclusives and kind of a shorter one. Maybe they break off and become prime anime. I would, I would actually be okay with prime because I know my my Amazon subscription will also pay for that. Hopefully, I need to stop giving money to Amazon. <laughs> the whole reason why Amazon does so well is because they make everything easy and affordable. Like worst case, sealed up their membership, their monthly like memberships, like by you know a slight margin or like their you know annual fee, like just slightly. They they wouldn't do anything where you have to pay separately for shit. I mean, other than what they do now with like you can buy like brand new movies and shit. But I'm... <sighs> Amazon is a shitty company. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh one one hundred. No one's disagreeing with that. But goddamn, does it work? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they piece of shit. But you know, they fucking capitalize on the situation. Just like you know, all the big companies that fucking did that. You know, Facebook came in and fucking solved what the need was, and they fucking didn't look back. Netflix, they came in. So when Netflix came out, Redbox was fucking huge. I we were in for Redbox every week. We made it a fucking movie night. Netflix came around. Nigga, Redbox was done by that November, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, when the company understands the fucking subject, like, the fucking topic to the core, like, understand the underlying issues, they have to fuck it up, because if they don't fuck up, they're good. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a small argument here. It's not going against anything you're saying, Justin, because I fully agree with you and everything. So it's not an argument? Nope. It's it's a slight art. It's uh, it's it's nitpicking. It's me being an asshole. Okay. <laughs> Not nothing unusual here. But I do have to mention Netflix had been a thing since like '99. Uh, maybe not that long. Netflix had been around for a long time before Redbox. And also, my family we didn't do Redbox. We went from Blockbuster to Family Video when Blockbuster was no longer a thing. Correct. So the best progression of so Netflix was a thing back then as well. So, but Netflix, what they did was primarily, you can go to their website. Basically, you can have DVDs, but you can have basically you would mail in a D like a singular DVD. Like, oh, I want to watch The Nutty Professor, and they'll mail you the DVD. You watch it and send it back. So when yeah. blockbusters and shit started shutting down, then Redbox came around and said, "Hey, you don't have to go to the movie theater. You don't have to worry about you know accounts being expired or whatever." Pay us, you know, give, put in your credit card, bring it back within, you know, X amount of days, and you're good to go. And okay. then Netflix saw the current market, like, okay, so movie in-store theaters are dying down a little bit. You know, YouTube's becoming a thing. Um, Red Blocks is starting to, like, kill this fucking DVD game. We're kind of doing the same thing, but we're doing it online. Why don't we just have the movies online so we don't have to do cut out the middleman? Why do they need a physical disc? You know, we have shit online now. Uh, okay, I, I I understand what you're getting at. Yeah, Netflix. They were the Netflix first to understand where things were going, just yeah. like with fucking Apple back in the day. Okay, like, when you understand what's going to happen, like Amazon, 
that was a need we didn't know. We we needed a place, and that before I guess Amazon was like huge. Like it was a book, it was a book selling company. It was unreliable. You know, you you may get what you want. <laughs> I but, like buying things from small seller companies off of their look, own websites. Just look like at Amazon now. Like fuck when they started. Like it went from like you can buy you know toilet paper and all this basic shit, but now it's like you can buy fucking produce. Like you, yeah. nigga, well, what do you? No. Produce, you want to buy a couch? You want to buy me, nigga? Sure, why not? We're way yeah. Yeah. Even further, <laughs> even further, in the 90s, Amazon was only a bookseller. They sold yeah. books. That, but, that's crazy. Uh, let me cut this off right now because, once again, fuck Amazon. I'm not going to sing their praises too much. I, uh, no. I, I understand. Like, they, did, they did one thing well, and they, you know, and it afforded him to be more rich than any person should ever be in, in the world. Props to Jeffrey Bezos. Nah, he uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Props to him from for being able to make Amazon into a thing. I don't know what his personal relations was before. Was Jeff was Bezos rich before he started Amazon? Apparently, okay, they never. Fuck, fuck him. Fuck Jay. That, that's not even the hustle. He was just able to have rich parents. He'd go fu- fuck you, Bezos. That, like, We're on your service right now. Twitch. There's a respect for someone who has a good idea. You know, but I'll, you know, but the thing is, like, that idea was probably thought of by someone who didn't have the backing. He was just the I first mean, one to be able to to have the resources to actualize it. So, like, that's cool. But everything you've done since, you know, fuck you. You know, <laughs> which you know, when you have a big company like that, yeah, you make unethical decisions. You know, like Nike and their factories. You know, like you're gonna do you're gonna do whatever you can can to save a buck, and make the most profits. I understand your business and the world's a piece of shit. And we all suck. I, I will pay you more money jeffrey bezos not to like treat your workers like shit he doesn't need it (laughs) well i'm just looking Uh, forward to the next five years when the only options we have is prime anime or sony vrv anime and they have such a tight lockdown on the internet that you can't even pirate it anymore japan (laughs) never never underestimate pirates as a former pirate, never underestimate pirates. Never underestimate the Somalis. Uh, <laughs> ooh, boy. Um, okay, next on the list, uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to go into a super long rant about it. Uh, but Jesse, you you like Isekai, right? <laughs> Do you like Isekai? Well, I mean, I've been I've watched one or two of my day. You you you've seen a few. Here or there, M- Mitch. Do you watch Isekai? They aight. They aight. They aight. They aight. I, I, I ask. I feel like it's like this new genre that's kind of coming out that nobody really talks about. Like it's crazy being born and revived into another world. Yeah. Mind blowing. They should do there's more of them. Of hmm. So there's not a lot of options. No, there's not many Isekai. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe it could become, like, really something. I mean, you know what? It reminds me kind of like C.S. Lewis's The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Like, going into a different world. That shit's crazy. I love it. Fantasy. Uh, you know, I love it. Um, So, like, we talked about it a little bit. But Lupin the Third is getting an isekai spinoff. Everything fucking has an isekai. Everything has an isekai. Absolutely. I, th- I told you this last night. I'm going to tell you it again. Just to remind you. Domestic Girlfriend had an epilogue chapter 
that turned it into an isekai, I feel like they were going to make more chapters after it. I I don't get that. <laughs> we're going to see the adventures of stepsister and stepsister and stepbrother in isekai world. How fucking All right. weird. Alright. But yeah, uh, I just, I we threw that in there. I had to talk about it. Um, isekai fucking I, I'm, I'm getting fucking done with isekai I, I, Jesse loves it but you know me I'm getting a little done with it I mean isekai is when, whenever they're the same shit they're not enjoyable that's why here, I like crushing takes here's the level where isekai is at now people have unironically referred to things like Goblin Slayer as natural isekai and then we'll tell them that's not the definition, you dumb piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, anything fantasy is isekai. Yeah, it's like you see a fucking romance anime. He has a harem. It's one bitch. Okay, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, the Duke and his maid. The Duke of Death and his maid. Uh, just, um, just idiots not knowing real terms. That, that's all that is. I understand it. A simple five second Google search will tell you you're a fucking moron. <laughs> it makes me so mad. Um, but a lot of people, they don't actually fucking do any of their own research. All they do is take whoever, you know, which, you know, we're all guilty of this to a certain degree, but like you take whoever you're talking to, like your friend's opinions, and you take them as a fact for most, like most of the time until someone tells you you're fucking wrong. Because mo most people don't look up shit anymore. Like, unless it's like you're by yourself and you're going to look it up. Like, if I told you fucking pigeons have three legs and you haven't seen a pigeon before, you might just believe me until someone told you you were a dumbass or you looked it up. Uh, doves are just albino pigeons. Good for them. <laughs> I learned that by someone just telling me. I didn't look it up until I told Mitch about it and then he fucking... Uh, I don't. I don't want to make it sound like you attacked me or anything. Uh, but you like you questioned me on it. Well, because it was such a weird right. statement. I'm like, yeah, how no. is that the truth? I'm rightfully, like <laughs> rightfully so. You questioned me on it, and we did a deep dive and dug it up and did the research. I, I will say, I am very guilty of just reading something and taking it as fact. So, but I also try my best not to blurt it out stuff that I read in comment sections as facts. Did you know that the vaccine makes you more artistic? Apparently you can draw better after you take it. Ooh, my art sucks. Here, <laughs> let me go grab one of my art pieces I've done recently. Please don't. Vaccine. <laughs> what now? Huh? I just take a uh, horse uh, worm dewormer. Yeah, horse dewormer. <laughs> I, I can't I can't say it. Hey, fucking get vaccinated. Which uh the city that Mitch and I live in, Wichita, has a forty percent vaccine rate. <laughs> That's too fucking low. I think Get vaccinated. I think the state overall is at like twenty. It won't fucking kill you. And don't do not, for the love of God, do not take anything else because you heard it might work. Because the art you are arguing, like, I don't know what's in this fucking vaccine you don't know it's in the fucking horse dewormer you bleach drinking fuck sweetie sweetie you're making this political right now and you know we don't we're not we're not a politics pod podcast you know since you know the oh. vaccine is political now you democrats just want all of us to be vaccinated 
I say, do what you want to do, Patriots. Yee, yee. <laughs> You're a fucking moron if you don't get vaccinated. Like, if you want to educate yourself about it, go ahead. Actually educate it. Just don't say, I want to know more about it and don't actually do the research. You're, you're a fuck and you're harming yourself and anyone around you who's also not vaccinated. Like, I'm fine. I got that shit in my veins months ago. I'll laugh at you when you die. I feel zero sympathy for anyone who got COVID unless it's a child or, you know, you know a teenager or whatever who had an adult who was responsible for them who neglected their health. That's the only people I'll feel bad for. If you're a grown-ass person and you didn't get the shot willingly, you can suck a cock. But yeah, bye, my, bitch. <laughs> like my favorite pastime in the world has been going to movie theaters. I love to sit in a movie theater and watching films on big screens. I'm a movie nerd. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. And I can't go and do that because I am worried about getting myself sick, getting the people I care about sick, and like them not being in a healthy state and spreading this shit. And also causing it to go back to Hollywood and making it so film productions can't happen. So I can't watch more movies or like for them to make more live action films like the live action Cowboy Bebop, which we just got the first look at. Look at that. That was a segue. Holy shit. Yeah, it only happened about 45 minutes ago. That would have been great. <laughs> I just segued us. Ooh, ooh, I'm proud of that. But yeah, um, next we're up we're talking. Doing that. You see, you see why you, you started off here. Now we're back down here. Perfect. <laughs> I get got real excited. Oh, the live action Cowboy Bebop. They just got some first like photos of it. Uh, have you guys seen it? Uh, those in chat and also Mitch Jesse. I have seen some of the photos for it. I'm excited. Jesse, I've seen the like the three main characters. That's about it. I mean, that's really all they've shown off. And also, I'm the data dog. I love me some John Cho. I'm... I still don't know how I feel about... I know John Cho's a great actor. I love him as an actor. I think he's great. I still think he's a little older for the character of uh, Spike Spiegel. But I'm interested to see what he does with it, and I'm excited for it. But he has a young face. I mean, it doesn't look like he's, you know, a 50-year-old walking around. Yeah. And you know what? Sp Spike could be 50. We don't fucking know. No, it's alluded to that he's, like, in his mid to late 20s, I want to say. Oh, good God. I'm in my mid to late 20s. Yikes. I, I, do, I do like him being cast, though. I like him in it. Uh, I do think the actor for Jet could be a bit thicker, but that's just me. That's just me. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. I I hope, as a whole, that the industry has learned from the past mistakes of live action anime adaptations, and that maybe they'll just be good going forward. Because every time that they've tried to make one in the past, people just meme the shit out of it. It tanks at the box office. And they just they just look like fools. So hopefully they get tired of looking like fools and just start making decent remakes. Going back to talking about the One Piece live action, this will be a good tell of what Netflix will be working on, working towards. Jesse? No comment. No, no comment. Pass. <laughs> I, I fully agree. I, I, I think the pictures look good. Uh, I know there have been... Uh, Arguments from incels, which is a good portion of the online anime community, about uh, the actress for uh, my for uh, 
Is it Maya Valentine? How the fuck can I not remember her first name? Oh. The character that isn't Ed. Is it Maya Valentine? May Valentine? May sounds right. May but... sounds right. I always know Faye. her last name. Faye. Faye Valentine. I always get her... For some reason, I can never remember her first name. My Faye Valentine. The girl, the harpy lady from Yu-Gi-Oh. That's it. That, that might be why I'm fucked with it every goddamn time. But no, uh, there's some arguments like, oh, that outfit looks awful. They they ruined it. It's great. Just because she's wearing tights and not like in a jacket over the shirt instead of being like super sexualized. Like, I mean, I think the costume looks great. Uh, definitely wish they had went with more vibrant colors, but that could just be the like shots that they were using. Yeah, well, and the, and the thing is, is like they're not going for, because John Cho was actually in a uh, interview where he was talking about like he wasn't going to sign on to it if it was a direct shot for shot recreation of it because he knows that those always turn out as as shit because there's no artistic liberty in it. So the the fact that she's in a slightly different outfit and there's a slightly different vibe, that's what they're going for. They're not going for a direct recreation of the anime series. It's a retelling. It's a it's a reimagination of the series. Back to talk when we're talking about One Piece. I am all like shot for shot. It's okay, whatever. Fuck it. I've already seen the show. I already know what they are. Shot for shot. I don't give a shit. Give me something different. Give me something new with these characters, but keep the spirit of it alive. That's all that that which is a hard thing to do. I understand that, but come on. Well, part of what. <clears throat> Let me, let me see how the phrase is. So for live action adaptations, the, there are two goals, you know, whether or not whichever one they prioritize goes depending on whatever, you know, studio makes it at the time. But it's either to give a treat for your current fans in one hand and to get a new demographic who doesn't watch anime interested to your product. So... You need a. That's why, I like, sticking to the source material is like, you know, good. Because let's let's say, for example, you do some shit. You know, you tell like an actual compelling story, and it's interesting. But that's not what the fuck the anime is. That person watches an episode like, oh, this is not what it is. I don't like this at all. This is completely different. You know, this character is nothing like you know what she was in the show. And now this person is no longer not just interested in like that show, but like anime in general, like. I knew anime was a piece of shit. It's for kids. Now, and then, you know, just one of those stupid things of, like, I'm all for, like, shot for shots being, like, not a thing. That's fine. But you can give add-ons without it being different. Let's say, for example, with, I, I guess, Mitch, you haven't really, like, watched One Piece. But, like. Yeah, not too much. But, like, for example, like, whenever Luffy goes to pick up Zoro when he's tied to the thing. And he, like, runs through the hallways and you see him, like punching guards to grab Zoro's swords. You can expand on, like, those chases or something. You know, maybe may in the show, the chases were only, like, you know, a minute or two of screen time at most. You can make that a five-minute action scene. You know, like, you don't, ha you don't have to create new shit that's not in the story. You can just expand on the cool parts that you think, this shit does well live action. You, after so many failures and just, even just normal movies in general that aren't even, like, adaptations, you know what works in a film. If you're, 
if you're directing a film, you should fucking know. <laughs> you should. Or at least have people in your ear that know. Incorporate that. Just say, oh, romance is a good thing? Well, they were really flirty here, but we can allude to it without, you know, maybe like nonverbal communication. You know, like g- give hints, but not like like a flirty like, oh, they didn't do that. You know, like they weren't trying to fuck at this point. You know, but for a new audience, you can be like, well, this might be thinking like for us as like anime, it's like, oh, well, I know like 300 episodes from now they're going to fuck, you know? <laughs> so it's like, you can allude to it, but don't just straight up be like, I want your dick. And it's like, this doesn't, the relationship doesn't progress this fast. Yeah. I don't know. There's depth on it. Once again, it's one of those situations where it's simple things that us as fans understand and know that directors seem to just over fucking look. It's like the easy, simplistic things that are just like, should be common sense. They just get so lost in the big picture that like, they're like sitting too close to the elephant when they're directing. I mean, I'm okay. So this, this is me. I, I was going to make a joke a little bit ago. Um, but I, I, I do, I, I will always, for whatever reason, defend directors and writers for a little bit it always kind of comes down to the producers in the studios. They have a lot of say and can greatly fuck up a film or TV show. Like directors are just making their vision. Like that's why uh, Edgar Wright was kicked off of writing, of making Ant-Man because his vision was not Marvel's vision. You have so many competing thoughts and things in this situation. Uh, And like this doesn't, aid what you were talking about jesse i agree with everything you were saying uh, i just have to weird thing for me i have to like come to this uh this defense of the auteur if you will i don't know I but, yeah. <laughs> yeah no hate me yeah. um but yeah um i really hated the fact that in the uh avatar uh cartoon they called him ang instead of ong Really hated that. <laughs> All of them, just to say that, I'd hate you even more. <laughs> oh, up next, we have yet another My Hero Academia movie. I mean, it's the third one. Uh, the, the, this is hold on. We I we need to go quickly to like the thing because the real the real important thing about the new My Hero Academia movie is coming out in Japan. All right. That, okay, that's that's happening. That's the thing. Uh, I don't know if it's canon. We kind of talked about last night about like uh, the canosity of some of these things because the first movie, a character from that kind of appears in the manga later. Uh, kind of. In more or less name only. But uh, the reason for this, I think, is interesting was because uh, for the movie, the audience of the film is overwhelmingly female. Like, that's the headline. Also, it was, like, headline soup of Cinema Today, colon, My Hero Academia, colon, World Heroes' Mission Films' audience is overwhelmingly female. That's the headline. Bad writer. Somebody could have punched that shit up. That that was, uh, that's not great. Did you write that, bro? Uh, no, I didn't, but that does sound like a headline I would write. You guys have seen my clickbait headlines? Unfortunately. 
Also, nobody lets me write for them. Like, that's why I've been basically unemployed for a year and a half. Uh, I don't know. I, for me, this is kind of a nothing burger. Because Jesse and I share this mindset. And some people might get irritated at us for this mindset. But we don't give a fuck about non-canon contents. Because, like, it's like, um, it's, it's like you're pretending. It's like you have this character... There's a canon about them. They do things. And it's like, oh, but they're over here doing this. But they didn't actually do that. It's like, I don't fucking care. Like, does it affect the storyline? No? Okay, cool story. Which is why I have, a, a like, an additional level of respect for fucking Demon Slayer. Because they fucking understand. Yeah, we're not going to waste your time with this goddamn content. We have, we have this awkward amount of, like, we have this awkward amount of time for the specific arc that would have been, like, not long enough for one of our normal seasons. But long enough where like this is like substantial enough that requires a, a important attention to detail. So we're gonna put in a fucking movie that's gonna matter, and it's if you go into the next season, like you could probably be fine. But you're you're gonna there's gonna be a lot of things that happen that you're gonna be like, well, when the fuck did this happen? I I mean I agree with you guys. I think I think you guys are valid in feeling that. If you say I agree with you, and then you say a topic that disagrees one more goddamn time today, you're muted. <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying I agree. I say you guys are valid. You said I agree. You said your sentence. I, I'm... Rewind. Remove that. I don't agree. It's rewind time. There, stand your goddamn ground when you don't agree with us. I, I don't agree with you, but this isn't a thing where it's agree, disagree. It doesn't fucking matter. It's a goddamn movie. It's a scary. fucking... Hmm? That was canon. Well, no, my hero, I am confused. I enjoy non-canon movies because I just want to see the bullshit characters interact together. You guys are valid in your opinion. I think anyone watch whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, the <laughs> the point of the article isn't about the movie. It's about that the fact that a lot of the audience is female for my hero. Why do you think that is? I mean, do you not want to fuck Todoroki's dad? Not particularly, uh, although I am of the uh, hetero. What? Hmm? I just said you saw what happened to the last bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the last bitch that was fucking him did not turn out well. And He's also, and also, I am, himself. I'm also of the heterosexual persuasion. So no, I don't, I don't that feel, I don't feel <laughs> any. myself. <laughs> He's Todoroki's dad's grown as a character. He he loves his wife now, and he's never going to abuse them again. Yeah, after he's already caused irreparable damage to multiple people's lives, but he's better and, now. And that damage that he caused to those people's lives has reverberated and caused damage to the whole fucking world. Um, literally. Uh, yeah. No, I I I agree. Like, I want to say agree. Uh, <laughs> Find a new word, Brogan. Find a new I transition word. I fucking agree with you fucking pieces of shit <laughs> about the goddamn canacity of movies, because it doesn't matter, but you guys are valid in your opinions. They're, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a goddamn stupid movie. Um, I will be seeing World's Heroes when it comes out. I will fly down to Austin, Texas to watch it with uh, Jesse's roommate, Rain. She and I... Hmm? way too much information about me <laughs> she and i will go down and we'll watch it and it'll be a grand old time all nice right address out there 
I don't know your new address. Otherwise, I would. You gotta say new. You could just say I don't know your address. Information. <laughs> See, I, I'm going to keep. Last time, because you keep telling people shit. <laughs> I now have to move again. Thank you, bro. Oh shit. My address is beep. I don't have a thing to actually beep it. I just had to make the noise with my mouth. Um. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, the next up on our docket, uh, <laughs> I, when we put this on here, I, I'm the, this is again, another thing from fucking me, uh, U.S. virtual YouTuber agency V Shoujo opens worldwide auditions. I Guys, would fuck the shit out of Via Bay. I would we, fuck the shit out of Via Bay. You, you could, you would, you're going to, because we're going to become VTubers. <laughs> No, please. <laughs> That's our goal. We're we're auditioning. Uh, the U.S.-based virtual YouTube talent agency V Shoujo opened worldwide auditions for new platformers last Saturday. This is as of uh, August 26th. The deadline is September 30th. Auditions will be open until September 30th. To apply, fill out the submission. There's a little link. That's very nice of Anime News Network. Uh yeah, they're just adding more applicants must be over 18. Hey, we're over 18. And be willing to stream full time. Hey. I don't have a real job. I'm a grad student. I can do that. Honestly, the only one of the three of us that I would want to see as a VTuber is Jesse. And for the reason that I think there needs to be a VTuber that just openly says the N-word. Honestly, looking at this, like, image that they have up, <laughs> uh, there's only white anime girls. Now, imagine if they said the N-word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, there is one that I can point to on this list that I think would say it. Iron oh, Mouse? Um, it's the one with horn, Like, the one with the golden horns. Red hair, golden horns. I don't know who that is. Oh, are you talking about, uh, the dragon? Um... She does text. She does text to speech. She doesn't actually use her voice. Oh wow! If that's the, if that's what I'm thinking of. Uh yeah, she looks like she would say the N word. It would be the one on the far right with the kitty ears and the pink hair. That's Nyaners, and Nyaners might actually say the N word. Nyaners <laughs> is crazy. She has said the N word. She just hasn't done it live. She that's a that's a claim. <laughs> Come at me, V Shoujo. I'm auditioning. Well, two out of three people in this chat said the same. Awfully quiet. <laughs> Ooh wee! I've never said that word, so I don't know what you guys are looking at over here. So, if Jesse's never said that word, then who leaves the tune? You and your girlfriend. Oh, oh, she's not in the chat. Ah, is she, is she at your place? She is in the living room. She's getting roasted. Hey, probably they're just going. Nears, nears, nears. <laughs> well, she's Filipino, not black. <laughs> it's not black, but no, no, but not black. <sighs> That's not how that works. That's that's like the fucking Mexican kids on the block that all say the N-word because they think they can. Because they're like, well, I'm not quite white. <laughs> no, you're Mexican. You still can't say the N-word. 
I mean, I fully agree with you. And when she told me, I was like, you should not have said that. You can't say that. When you say she told you, she's like, I say nigger. Or was like, I say <laughs> no, I she... the distinction. Expose your girlfriend right now live. Expose her twenty twenty one. We'll redact it from the VOD. No, I, I, no, no, it has to be redacted like from the VOD because like we literally put what her stream handle was. Hey, why are you saying we? You There's no that. we here, dog. Oh, you are exposing her. Information. <laughs> no, we'll we'll revisit this or off stream. I promise you. Like, I I promise you. I didn't no. know her handle to expose her like that. I, 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 <laughs> I did some exposing. Uh, because I'm proud of them. I think they're great people. Well, we're going to talk about after this. <laughs> tell me how proud she was to let you know of her race. <laughs> but Bro we uh, so, Brogan, on this, uh, on, this <laughs> on this Google Doc here, you put some pretty uh, general questions. Is this questions you had for Jesse and I? Or yeah, what questions I had? Go ahead. Questions. Um, so, I yeah, we can get into it. I... Um, this, the first one, we'll, we'll get into the first one, um, oh boy. and it came from an article that I kind of saw and have immediately forgot. I think it was involving this getting a lot, this also having a live action version coming out. That uh, sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Do you, have you guys watched Italia? Like, he, tau, yeah. <laughs> I that, don't even know what that is. Thank you, dictionary.com for breaking up the pronunciation for me. Um... No, I've actually purposely refused to watch it because it just looks really fucking weird. It's like it's like etchy flesh mechs, right? No, no. Is this not the one where like the chick gets naked and climbs inside of the dude's skin suit or something? That's Glepnir. That's something different. Oh, that's that's lower on the list. That's Never lower mind. on the list, and I'll explain that to you guys. That'll be a little bit of a broken corner of me talking about, like, an anime that I... I really enjoyed it, by the way. But no. Hatalia is, uh... Like... It's... It's yaoi, but it's not yaoi because there's no sexual content. Is yaoi always sexual? Yeah. Yeah, yaoi would always be sexual. Like, or at least there there is that tension of will they, won't they fuck. Yeah, I was about to say, it, it could be more romantic than sexual, but... yeah. There, there's no romanticism here. It's it's uh, personifications of the uh, countries of the world, but as hot boys. <laughs> I watched the shit in middle school when it was on Netflix. Um, and it's a fever dream of a show. So this takes the concepts of Girls Own Panzer, where. Girls turn into tanks, but it takes it to the next step, and it's like, you're an entire fucking country. Yes. No, it's like, it takes, by the way, what makes it worse, it technically takes place during World War II. Ooh-wee. So, it's the Axis powers, Japan, Germany, and Italy. Uh, Italia is Japanese for Italy. Oh. Because the main character is kind of Italy. Uh... It gives all of the characters uh, the, like, base stereotype of their country. Somebody touch my spaghetti. Well, no. Uh, it was, like, <laughs> Italy's lazy and sleeps all the time, and he's dumb. Oh, so that's where I get it. Yeah. It's the Italian in you. 
Um, We're trying so hard to get canceled this episode. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens when we have a fucking two-hour-plus episode. Uh, It will be cut in the VOD. Um, But yeah, no, it... The show itself is so fucking stupid. None of anything it says is true. Like, there's a whole entire episode. It's like, America got its independence from Britain because it was so headstrong and fought a buffalo. It's it's ridiculous, dumb bullshit. And the only reason to watch it is if you were, like, really want to see hot guys doing dumb shit. Remind me to miss that one. Yeah, uh, they're making a live action version of it. Um, but also next up, um, hey guys, I don't know if you know, but when you're gay, you're family. <laughs> um, and amongst that family is now Mineta from My Hero Academia. So this, yeah. th- this is a topic that I disagree with. I, I and I've done about last night. Yeah. I agree with you disagreeing. And I did some even further research today just to make sure that I wasn't overreacting. But there's actually some, like, some people, some, like, well-respected people online that agree with my thought process just kind of based off of how the Japanese language works. So, the, the scene, you're referring to a panel in the My Hero manga where basically Deku's going through some shit. Not to spoil anything. Deku's going through some shit. No, no, spo- no spoilers. Shit's happening. Deco's happening. Very emotional panel with every single member of Class One A, and, and, and we get to Mineta's panel. Yeah, the the known pervert womanizer, Minata, Mineta, whatever. He can we call him a womanizer if he's one hundred percent a virgin? Okay. Uh, I don't know what's a better word. Incel? Cuck. Incel cuck? Incel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Incel cuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, known douchebag like. Per, w- woman-loving pervert Minata. Are you s- talking about me? <laughs> s- says to Deku, basically to try to like get him off the edge, essentially. Like, like you know, I look up to you, uh, I respect you so much, and there's a line in there that translates into English as, that's when I fell in love with you. And the entire it- internet went fucking insane. I mean, absolutely bonkers. They're like, Minutes by Minutes by and I was like, oh, okay, let's let's hold up now. I, I went and I looked at it, and they didn't use the kanji for Aishteru, and they didn't use the kanji for Daisuke. They used a kanji specifically that meant fell in love that can be used either literally as fell in love like with your spouse, or fell in love is like I love you, bro. And there's many people who say in Japanese language when you use that term. It can mean both pretty equally depending on the situation. And so uh, it doesn't matter too much. I mean, people are going to have their ships and their head cannons, but there's no basis for that anywhere else in the entire My Hero like storyline. Minas has never shown interest in guys. In fact, during like the the battle arcs in the beginning of the series, when he got paired up with guys instead of girls, he was like, I don't want to be with you. I want to be with the girls. So it's like, Where's this coming from? Like, why do we think this is, I want to suck your cock instead of I love you, bro? Okay. I'm going to unpack that. Because here's the thing. This, when I say this, I actually do agree with you, Mitch. I'm actually agreeing with you when I'm saying this, right? Okay. This doesn't mean using it as like a kind of 
go through phase to like kind of soften my disagreement. No, no, no. This is, I fully agree with you. It can be read one way or the other. And it definitely leans towards he fell in love with him as a friend. I love all of my friends. Mitch, Jesse, if you were to kill a man, I would help you bury the body. In this fictional situation. <laughs> it definitely hasn't happened before. Um, but... I know what you did last summer. Play devil's advocate. <laughs> you won a shipper. People who like to make characters gay when they don't have any connotation for that presented. Unlike uh, Kirishima, where he's had connotations for that presented for him to be homosexual. Uh, Mineta's never really had any of that. But I can see where someone who could get that in their head going... No, he acted disgusted because he was still in the closet and trying to mask the fact that he did like guys as well as women. I can understand that, if that's where your brain is going. However, I disagree with you if that's where your brain is going. I'm like, no, he's a piece of shit. Don't give Mineta any fucking room to wiggle. He is a garbage character. Yeah. <laughs> now, and again... I full when when I because I read the manga, I'm fully caught up. I was reading it in context on the app where it says where literally the panel says, that's when I fell for you. That is how it was translated. I remember reading that and going, Oh. I also fall in love with my friends and think they're great people. But not like a romantic love. Like a I love you, bro. Bro. Like, when did you fall in love with me and Mitch? Um, I fell in love with Mitch. Love is a process. Uh, when he and I first met at the anime expo here in town, and we're talking about uh, Natsuki from uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. <laughs> uh, that that's one, and then also later. I started making fun of this guy who definitely had a lisp that he couldn't help. But it def also sounded like he was doing a bit and it made the panel so fucking weird. <laughs> I remember that. Holy fuck. <laughs> I, I, turned, I turned to both of you and said, I get it. He's doing the Princess Bride. <laughs> I was so proud of that comment. Marriage. Jesse, I fell in love with you when I first saw you. That's the only right answer. Like I just saw you, I'm like, I love this man. I'd die for this man. I'd bury a body for this man. That's the right and wrong answer. Right, <laughs> right that you said it wrong because you fell in love with a nigger. That's how it's you know it's a lose lose situation for you. You know, I know how much I'd call me one, but you know, at the end of the day I really am one, so Ooh, we he's giving me he's he's gonna give me an earful after we get off. This is your I'm not. I'm not. I'm just upset that, that this is my character now. This is the headcanon we've given the internet. Truth, you know. You know, maybe maybe it's not who you are as a character, but it was definitely a part of one of your previous arcs. Definitely a plot point. Yeah, you're I I, I if I want to love Todoroki's dad, I have to believe that people can change and become better. The internet doesn't like that. The internet just wants to cancel and say, nope, no second chances. Todoroki's dad's so hot, he's trying to be better. Read the fucking manga. 
He's so hot, especially now that he has that scar on his face. Oof. Ooh-wee. Oh, it looks like his son. Uh, just like his son. He deserved it, and he got it, and now he has to suffer with it. Oof. Um, Oof. But yeah. Uh, Mineta being... You know, if you... like, I find it crazy that people fucking got crazy about Mineta being a bisexual or a queer... When it's not even very a strong thing to go off of, when you literally have Kirishima, who's like very queer coded, like I ship him with both Bakugo and uh, Ashido. But in conclusion, fuck Froppy. Froppy can go fuck off. She's ace, and nobody cares about those people. <laughs> oh shit. That tongue, though. Yeah, what that tongue do, though? What that tongue do? She okay. sucked you off from across the room. That's crazy. Okay, now we're getting to the thing that Mitch kind of was thinking about, but wasn't that. Yeah, I fucked up. I, I saw the two different names on the list, and I, I switched them in my mind. This thing's crazy. I've seen pictures of this before, and I, I'm just like, I ain't trying to watch that. That looks like, like you said earlier, a fever dream. It's, it is a fever dream. It's great. I watched it because I, when I first heard this, okay, I'll just give the synopsis. Okay, what we're talking about is the show Glepnir, G L E I P N I R. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. I don't know how Google figured out that that's what I meant when I tried to spell it from memory. Okay, but the synopsis for this is. One day, a dude, he's, he's going through some shit, and he, realize, and he finds out he can transform from his normal, like, self to that of a, a, like, a mascot costume with a gun. Now, when I say that, I don't mean, like, he transforms into he has a mascot costume and gun. No, 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 no. He is a mascot costume. He can be unzipped and ridden in. What a concept. It's the most bonkers thing. It's insane. One Piece did it first. One and Piece did like, Flesh Mix? Did it really? Yep. Uh, no Flamingo arc. It's in the Dressrosa arc. There's a Devil Fruit where the guy is like the Jack and Jack and no me. Because basically he has a big brother who's dumb and he's like the small like little mafia dude who's like, I can fight. So basically his big he, he unzips and puts himself over his big the big brother or his like little brother who's big. Kind of like if Edward would go like basically how he's the scrappy one, would basically throw himself over like a Alphonse cloak. So now he's bigger and has his own ability. So it is a devil for in one piece. Came yep. out years ago. So that that Be is original. that is actually you are exactly that is exactly what his powers is um is that he does that now he eventually saves but he has a gun though which is different yeah he has a no he has a big fucking revolver um have you guys seen the second hellboy movie no like in the, like the original or like the dan harbour ones uh, the original fuck the dan harbour one that movie is garbage yeah, well, I mean, I've seen Hellboy. The one with the fish dude, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, the second one, 
uh, Golden Army. Sure, if that's what it's called. <laughs> uh, I have a poster of it somewhere. He has a gun. The gun is fucking huge. Like, it's a shotgun of a pistol. Like, it's a pistol. It's a revolver is the shape of the gun and its form, but the thing is bigger than anything. Like, that thing is massive. There actually are massive, massive revolvers that are legitimately probably this. It's as big as your fucking head. No, oh, yeah, yeah. No, legitimately. Oh, like, yeah. the handle's like okay, this, and then the fucking barrel comes out, like, probably yeah, no, two yeah. plus feet. Like, those are real yeah. guns. It would, it would be that. Oh, interesting. Um, I... No, send, send me some links. I don't like guns, but that is so interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> you say that again, Jesse? Oh, said I love them down here in Texas. Yeah, uh, up here in Kansas, I don't like them very much. Um, I don't know that that's the general consensus, but all right, not the general consensus. Um, but uh, no big gun. He he rescues an underclassman who she is very depressed. She has problems and she discovers when he is in mascot form, she can ride him like a flesh mech with her boobies out with her boot. Here's the thing. Like she does. She eventually starts wearing like a swimsuit because she like it. She goes into like a literal fleshy inside of him. And it's very like if you thought Darling and the Franks was very sexual with how they were doing like the writing, it's literally she is entering him. When they show it, like there is no there's like she is going into him. This is some feminist symbology. There's some shit you can really read into this. I loved it. That's that's what made me fall in love. It was doing all the shit and it has this Evangelion esqueness to it. Like, it's crazy. It's bonkers. Aliens are involved. It has to do with people making wishes. It has good fights. It has good character development. Uh, and I just... I, I'm talking about because I really want you guys to watch it. It's on Funimation. Does it actually have decent enough writing? Or does it just rely on the gimmick of being weird? Because I don't really like watching animes that are just weird for the sake of being weird. Like, if they're actually done well, sure. I want to say that the writing is decent. I want to say it. But you guys know me well enough. Is If a gimmick is weird enough, I will love it because it's fucking weird. You guys know that. Fully coolie. Fully, yeah, fully coolie for one. Like, I like I love it because it's weird. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense upon the first watch, and there's a lot you can glean from it. But it doesn't tell a straightforward narrative. There is a bit of a straightforward narrative. My other problem is, like, it's only had one season, and it basically ends on almost a cliffhanger. Mm. Yeah, no, exactly. Very, mm. like, it makes me almost want to go and start reading the manga because of it. Mm. I think it's an interesting concept, and I say give it a watch, give it a watch for the first episode. If the first episode doesn't take you, then stop. Okay. I think it's very much... It's a type of show that you can watch the first episode and know what you're getting in for. I think there's good character development. I think it has interesting characters and a turn and system, like a system for how people get their powers that you can go, okay. However, there is no power like in uh, what the anime that you're 
talking about, Jesse. Uh, Five-second battles. I'm legitimately trying to think of a name right now without pulling it up, because I could. Just scroll up, my guy. <laughs> I'm just scrolling up. I, I, I would have liked to... Uh, hold on. Straight up not on our list anymore. Like, I'm not kidding. It's not here. Uh, Battle Game in 5 Seconds, I believe is the name of it. Yes, it is. Battle Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Hey, th that's on me. I'll continue your point. Uh, the fucking power of the main character of that, I've never heard in any source of media. And I find so fucking crazy, and I love it. It's very intriguing, and how he uses it is pretty interesting. I, I like it. I fully believe that. I Because you told me that that was the character's power, that made me want to watch that. Out of everything you said, it was that. Um, but going down to the last, I think it was the last thing on this list of random shit. Uh, Beastars had its second season come out. Uh, Mitch asked if we wanted to skip this. Uh, do we want to skip talking about this? Well, you started talking about it, so. Might as well just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should skip the normal content until next month since we're already two and a half hours in. Fair. Uh, next month, the con that content should all be completed, too, wouldn't it? Yeah, so we could do a nice recap, put it all in a bow, and kind of go over each one of them. Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, yeah, I fully agree. Um, That'll make for a good episode next month or next yeah. few weeks, whatever it ends up being. And then especially because I feel like we're not going to have any major crazy announcements. Shouldn't. So, yeah. So, is that... Are, are, so uh going to a Jesse's corner? <laughs> Did you not want to go over B stars? What was up with I the B stars? Want... I was just asking about furry stuff. I don't really give a <laughs> shit. Okay. I, I when I watched the first season of B stars, I enjoyed it, but I'm having I'm at like a point for the second season like I could watch it, but there's other shit I could watch too. It's definitely uh made for a specific market. It's <laughs> When people said it's fucking uh, Zootopia on steroids, yeah, Zootopia on steroids. All right. Well, Mr. Yeah. Jesse, do you have a uh, Jesse's Corner ready for us, sir? Well, I've got two and a half hours to think about this, so yes. <laughs> two um, but you, like, you've come in prepared with it every time you just kept thinking about it, right? Of course. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. So I created some would you rathers. <clears throat> so this is going to be a fun little interactive uh, thing. You know, I think I have about seven or eight. Uh, oh, I wrote more. I'm sorry. I have about 12, it looks like. Different would you rathers. And, you know, that's just more to see, like, you know, how we feel. So. First one's pretty easy, you know, pretty, pretty uh, straightforward, you know, all like little quizzes and anime, you know, anime quizzes might give you something a little bit like this, but would you rather eat a devil fruit from One Piece or be one of the dragon slayers from Fairy Tale? Um, now, 
an important caveat would be you don't get a pick. It's going to be random what you get. So you could get a shitty Delphrit power, or you could be get a sh- shitty Dragon power. You know, however shitty a Dragon power can be. Jesse, um, because Mitch, I don't think I've seen either One Piece or Fairy Tale. Do you want to like for him and the audience go over kind of? I understand the through- basis of both of them, and I would assume that most of the audience does i've not i've not sat down and watched them through their entirety but i at least understand the basis of both series okay never mind i'm an asshole <laughs> no that's okay if you'd like to recap it you can i just i feel like most be- those are two big enough animes i think most people kind of at least understand the concept yeah i mean it's it's all simple devil fruits are pretty much there's almost everything you could possibly want. You know, it could be something like there's different types of devil fruits. So you can get something that's like turns you into an animal, you know, like a different animal, you know, so shit like that. Or you could have like something that turns you into like a different, like, I guess paramecia is what they call them, but like you can turn yourself into like mochi or like, you know, like Luffy's like rubber <laughs> or like those are like the miscellaneous ones. Or, you know, so it's like kind of like, whoa, what, what kind of power do, or you can have like an elemental one where, you know, your lightning or your fire. Um, and then the other ones for fairy tale, you know, dragon slayers, it's really just whatever you're, you're a strong fighter and you have an affinity for, you know, steel, fire, darkness, you know, wind, you know, etc. etc. Earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> uh, poison was one of them. Correct. Yeah. Um, I have a, pretty quick answer and the reason is kind of selfish i would say i i think i would take a devil fruit regardless of what it was over a dragon power simply because in the world of one piece i could just choose to be a normal ass citizen not use my powers and just go live a life whereas if i'm in fairy tale and i'm a dragon fighter and have one of those powers i'm in some bullshit I'm in some bullshit regardless. Like I'm fighting some people. I'm I'm going for some shit. Like if I'm if I'm in One Piece, I could just be a simple store owner and use my devil fruit power to help me reach some fucking stock on the top shelf and just have a wife and go to bed every night. You know, I don't necessarily have to be out on the seas fucking fighting people. I could just do whatever. If if I have a dragon power, that means I'm in some shit. I Wow, Mitch. I we literally are picking it for the opposite reason. Like we're, picking, <laughs> we, like, we're picking the opposite thing for the opposite reasons. That's, to me, that that's really cool. That's interesting to think about psychologically. Um, I would pick, like, the Dragon Slayer powers because uh, with Devil Fruit, you could... It's very, very random luck of the fucking draw. You are pulling from the goddamn deck of many things. You could get... Uh, fucking some agnologia like fucking i'm smoke to i'm made of rubber to i can turn invisible or i am a giraffe or literally i am a giraffe the worst one would be getting tony tony choppers fruit because he has the human human fruit oh if you got the human human fruit <laughs> does that turn you into a guy named steve that works in accounting I don't even know. The only thing I know is that you, nothing happens to you physically except for you can't swim anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. Uh, or if, like, with Brooke, Brooks was, he didn't know until he died. It was the fact that, like, he becomes, 
a skeleton. He gets a second chance of being alive, but that just means his body is now a skeleton. You could probably specifically he had the the basically resurrection fruit, so he wasn't in a perfect world. He would have came back alive how he was. However, when he died, he was in the mysterious part of the the ocean to where it was super cloudy and foggy, so his soul couldn't find his body until it after became a skeleton. (laughs) So in a perfect world, he would have been back into his normal body and just died again probably immediately. That fucking sucks. However, exactly, but logic, it was too cloudy and smoky for his soul to find his body on the ocean. So he found it years later, because it's basically like he was traveling through the fuck, like from the movie The Mist, he was traveling through the mist and just couldn't find his fucking, the boat again. Because they were like in like no man's land, essentially. Legitimately, thank you, Jesse. I knew I could trust you to know exactly what Brooks's devil fruit power was. His was just for resurrection. So in a perfect world, it'd be like, I'm dead. Yes, kidding. <laughs> but still, gotcha. Ass. Brooks didn't know that until after he died. Yeah, it was just more of like he had the information of the fruit and what it was called, but he's like, I don't know if this actually works. All I know is I can't swim right now. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't fucking know. There could be a goddamn fruit that makes you like the nothing, nothing fruit. It does nothing. You just can't swim anymore. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but at least with uh, devils, uh, de- dragon slayers, you get some kind of like primordial elemental type power, and if raised by a dragon, and like there, there's a little more something to it. Where like I could be a fighter. I don't have to worry about like fucking getting some dumb bolt like. There's, it's less of a roll of a dice. I'm rolling a D12 instead of a D100. Like, there's less bullshit to have to worry about. And, like, I would want to be going on adventures and fighting people if I was in such a situation. Sounds so great until you die. die. <laughs> Sounds like you like being alive. <laughs> okay. Well, seems like we're split there, so that's, that, that's good. That's good. Jesse's, uh... What, what what were you on that? What were your feelings? Well, I'd go with the double fruit for the fact of I don't care if it's random luck. Like if I know if I know what the power is, if I know whether or not it's going to be useful to me, cool. Not going in water is not the big you know. Not going into the ocean is not that big of a deal to me. The only reason why I wouldn't want a dragon slayer power is because all dragon slayers have motion sickness on vehicles, and I'm lazy. Oh, so oh. you couldn't be in a car anymore. You couldn't be in a plane. You couldn't be on a train. Hell, who knows if you can even be on a goddamn skateboard, you know? <laughs> so, and you won't have a flying cat to carry you everywhere, and you won't have dragon wings. So now you're focusing on Mo and Joe to take you everywhere. So fuck I that. I forgot about that. Even the fucking second generation. They make a joke about these second generation dragon slayers not getting motion sickness. And they'll, like, later in the series, like, why am I getting motion sickness now? This hasn't happened before. I'm strong enough. Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Not being able to go into a vehicle, that is definitely all the reason I know like not being able to use any you know motorized transportation or even motorized any transportation, not going into the water anymore. Yeah, pretty fucking easy answer for me. Mm, we have the most superficial reasons and I love it. Okay, what's up next? <laughs> Alright. This one should be easy. Would you rather have a death note or a future diary? Death note. Future diary. Now, with the future diary, 
you don't know what kind of diary it's going to be. So what, so you don't know if it's going to be like your own future, someone else's future, you know, events around you. Like you learn like specific, like how the detective knew like about crimes that were going to happen. Like it's going to be a toss up. That That's fine. I, I have no use for a death note, a future diary. I can figure that shit out. I could think of a few uses for a death note. I, I don't care about killing people or doing some light Yagami bullshit. <laughs> like, I, like this is again this is if you were being selfish about like having a devil fruit that can make your life easier i'm being selfish about having a future diary to make my life less complicated well think about this way i have a death note man i really want a promotion and it's between me and one guy yeah <laughs> he's gone <laughs> i'm not saying i pick good i make the I don't make good decisions. That's why I need the future diary for it to say, hey, you should have gotten the fucking death note, you dumbass. <laughs> Fuck. Jesse, where are you around? Um, I wouldn't mind either, you know? Um, I don't think I would misuse either one, really. Like, maybe I'd be more inclined to use the uh, future diary for my own personal gain more than I would the death note. <laughs> I feel like if I were to, like, have a death note, I'd just been, like, you know, depending on what era I'm in, I'd be like, Stalin, you know, Hitler, you know, like, like, no, like that kind of shit, you know, depending on where I was like now, like, you know, I, I'll just get niggas out of the, like, bad people. But I mean, I feel like at the same time, I'm getting to the point where I'm just tired of hearing dumb opinions. So I'll just turn on Fox News and just start writing whoever pops up on the screen. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. <laughs> but, so that's on like future, on some like future diary, just so I'm like, you know, I guess for me, my future diary, since it's something that you are already doing prior to receiving it, I guess my future diary will tell me when anything's going to, like, specific things are going to inconvenience me. Like, in six minutes, someone's going to come and ask you to do something. Well, listen, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I was thinking if I, my future diary would be, like, Diary of Futures podcast, and it would be whatever tangents we get on in the podcast. <laughs> So I would know only dumb, stupid world events. Okay. <laughs> On to the third one. This is for my hero. Um, would you rather have a super strong quirk but be a villain or have a weak quirk and be a hero? Villain. Villain. Unanimous. <laughs> I, I don't... Again, because I can be an under-the-rug kind of you-don't-know-about-me villain just profiting off of it. I, I I don't have it up, but the fucking Mugen Rider, like, I love Mugen Rider. I love fucking the weak heroes that, like, know where their, like, place is and their power is. But I, I'll be fucking strong and do whatever the fuck I want. I could easily turn into a villain at any second. I'm fine with knowing that. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. I will be absolutely corrupted. R slash I'm 14, and this is deep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And another simple one. Would you rather be a Hokage with friends or be the weakest ninja without, with hundreds of friends? Wait a minute. So you have more friends if you're weak? You have basically everyone's your friend, but you're the weakest ninja. Or you're the Hokage, and I won't say no one likes you, but no one's close to you. I'm going to go ahead and guess that in real life, all of us kind of just keep small, tight circles. And we like power. Yeah. I mean, I have maybe like four people that outside of my wife, I have like four people that I communicate with on a regular basis. 
But I mean, like, if you're a Hokage without friends, I assume that means, like, you see, like, how Naruto's the Hokage now, and he's like, Shikamaru's his aide. He's just like, he wants to go out for bruise with Shikamaru, but he's like, ah, I'm busy. <laughs> oh. You know, it's like, like, no one wants to hang out with you. You can have a family, sure, whatever, but, like, your wife's your best friend. Like, that, <laughs> that does kind of hurt. Like, no one wants to hang out with you, or at least, you know, they don't. With taking that into consideration, I'd probably be weakest with 100 friends. Like, I don't need 100 friends. I don't want to have 100 friends. But I'd like to be able to be in a position where I can say, where I could text up a bud and go, hey, want to go do trivia at the bar later? I think I'm still okay with a small circle. No, no, no. Like, like, fa- like family, a, family. You, you, you have, have two dots. You have, you have two dots. Your circle, Mitch, you only have Darcy. Like, I'm such a homebody that, like, it would suck. But if you're the Hokage, you have to go into the office. So you're seeing people who don't want to be around you. Like you're like, uh, Mitch, Mitch, you can only spend time with Darcy. Uh, only Darcy. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, because what are you going to do? Jump and play video games with who? By yourself? That's true. That's true. All right, I guess I'll take the 100 friends just because that bitch would drive me crazy. Oh. Yes! I wasn't, I wasn't trying to shame you. I would have done the... the Biokage with no friends. I, I would have done the Biokage, but I was like, man, I would like to be able to get a beer with at least four people. I, f- oh, I feel oh. like I could thrive in either. Oh, I, I love Biokage can... with no friends. Oh, I'll duel with an artist. <laughs> oh. I, I, I would well, I'll play into the role, then I'll teach my child, son, don't be like me. But also, you have, to do a, you have to do so much work and be there. Like, can I just like not do any work and watch anime all day? If no one liked me, I would delegate everything to everyone. There would be, I'll give them a reason not to like. <laughs> you, you, I would, I, you're making a good argument. I would give them a reason to to ignore me. That asshole keeps giving me so much work. Yeah, it makes sense. Nigga should have invited me for beers and bowling. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like a fuck? I don't even like bowling, but I would have liked to be invited. Yeah. I like that. You. Like, I show up to the bowling alley, like, everyone just leaves. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Next one. I'm pretty sure we've all seen it, but you guys all see Danganronpa, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. I love Danganronpa. Kill a classmate, be killed by one. Neither of those are great options. You're correct. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd rather kill a classmate because that gives me a chance to at least get away with it. I don't know that I'd necessarily want to be alive in that world. <laughs> Just kill oh, me. I wouldn't want to be alive in that world. Just kill me. But God damn it. I'd, if I'm going to die, I'm taking someone out with me. I chose being killed. Yeah. It's not been just like the, uh, the idol bitch. I'm going to, you're not going to get away with it. Like one, I wouldn't have tried to seduce anyone. I would have kept to myself. So I, I wouldn't have been in a situation where I was fucked. I, w- I would have just stayed in my room the entire time. It would have been simple. See, I, I would have probably tried to play detective like the main character. Yes, would have got framed. So I would I would have been in my room, door locked, until meetings or dinner, nigga. That's, you, will, you will not see me. But if I were in a situation where someone attacked me and I were to, like, lose the upper hand, I would leave an, I, would, I would find a way to leave a note behind. Unless I was just completely, like, dismembered. As someone who's played the actual game, that's very hard to do. Well, just like in the fucking, uh, like in the, in, in the shit, like 
the bitch who died in the closet like wrote the fucking note, nigga, in the, <laughs> in, with her blood. Like, like I'm not saying I'll write a fucking memoir. Like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, oh, this nigga over here stabbed me four times, and this this nigga did after 9:02 p.m. No, I'm gonna leave a hint. Like, if a bitch did, I'm gonna like grab some of her hair and put it in my finger. You know, like I'm gonna not just sit there and take the shit. <laughs> I I would just commit the murder and hope I can get away with it. I, I'm I am very much my survival over everyone else's. Oh boy. Huh. Uh okay, next up. Yeah, so this one is from one of my favorite animes, Haikyuu. Would you like to be a super talented, you know, we can just say athlete for this. Uh but you play with your least favorite team, or would you like to be the worst player on your favorite team? Super talented. I I already exist in a world where I'm always the worst player, the worst <laughs> everything. Like I'm I'm not good at anything. I will always be the one bringing the team down. I would like to know what's like not be absolute garbage and to have some good self esteem because of it, instead of having to make everything a joke only because I know I'm not enough. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Therapy Sessions Podcast. But hey-oh! <laughs> well, answer? Um, I'm not super familiar with Haikyuu. I know the general basis of it, but I'm not a, really a sports anime guy. So well, you can do like you can take it for fo- like football or like basketball or something. You can either be the best, you know, the best person on your team on the, like on your favorite team, or you can be on like your you know, or I guess the best player on the team you don't like the most. Or you can be, you know, the worst player on the team you like. Are you going to be Bugsy Bugs or are you going to be, uh, uh, are you a star for your, for your most hated team or are you a hindrance to your favorite team? That is what it boils down to. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be a hindrance to my favorite team. So I'll, I'll go be a badass because I ain't trying to drag down the 49ers, especially if they're trying to start me. Mm -mm, Don't start my ass. So I just took this up to at an emotional level. Okay, yeah. Sport Sheesh. Team. Go sport. Sheesh. 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 Not just being the worst player. Oh. Um, we play games and like I don't really take games seriously that much. But like in like competitive sports, if I am the best player and we don't win, I don't care if I played like you. It wasn't my fault. And I'm gonna be <laughs> mad about it. If if I'm the doing 110% and we still lose because like some other bums are on my team, even if those are my niggas, or I guess in that situation I wouldn't even like the team, like I would get upset. Like I would not like to be in that situation. Like we play games, it's fun. I don't really care if we lose. You know, I don't. It's just a game. But in a high stakes, we are trying to win a tournament, championship, whatever we're doing, and and I'm carrying the team. Oh, I one I'm lazy, so I don't like carry the team. I like. I'm a great bat. I would be like second in command, you know, a great second, third option. That's so I don't have a lot of high expectations. But if I have those high expectations on me and I exceed them and we lose, not a happy camper. <laughs> See, I'm almost come at it as like, I don't want to be on my favorite team, like full of people that I like, because if we fuck up, I'm going to feel bad for those people. Whereas if I'm a badass on a team I don't give a shit about, win, lose, whatever, fuck you guys. I don't like you. See, the way that I look at it, if I'm the worst player on my favorite team, I would find a singular thing that I'm not bad at. (laughs) 
and we would ride we would ride that wave. They would, you know, if we're such great friends, they would figure out a way to incorporate my strengths and hopefully, you know, shoulder my weaknesses. If I was forced in like a starting role, you know, like if I could only like spike the ball and couldn't do anything else, well, don't count on me for blocking, you know, like don't like we'll we'll worry about all the other shit. But like I feel like if you're playing with a team of your friends, you'll be more willing to shoulder the burden of, you know, being familiar with everyone's strengths and weaknesses and kind of, and you wouldn't, and then obviously the catch only two is like, you wouldn't be mad if you know every, all your friends gave it your best. But if you're on a team full of people you don't like, fuck you guys. It's your fault. <laughs> See, I'm, I don't watch enough sport to be emotionally involved with anything. Like I'm, I'm a Mets fan. Or when it comes to baseball, I like baseball. I know the Mets aren't great. I like them because of that. Uh, so, I I don't have a place of baseball like, and I am, I know I suck, but I get weirdly competitive about things when I know I shouldn't be because I suck at everything. So I just, I'd I'd rather be able to know that I was, I was the one not sucking. All right. So that that's that's why I would take being the best, being good at something, because like I'm not. Uh, can we get to less of something that wants to make me cry? Yeah. <laughs> would you rather be an alchemist, like Full Metal Alchemist, or would you like to be a swordsman? Insert whatever anime you want here. There's... Alchemist, because they're basically wizards. Like holy shit. Uh. <laughs> I like the idea of alchemy powers better, but kind of leaning back on one of my earlier answers, if you're an alchemist in that world, you're either a state alchemist under the thumb of the government, or you're a renegade getting hunted down. If I'm a swordsman, I could just be a traveling swordsman fucking around. Love it. Like, One Piece swordsman can, like, fucking shoot that shit like Kai Blast, like Key Blast. <laughs> so I'm all for being a swordsman. Uh and plus a full battle alchemist, like, unless you get that shit fucking, like, uh, branded into you, like, if you lose your gloves, you're just fucked. <laughs> I, I, I'm fine with that. I like the science-y weird portion to it. Like, well, give me some of that. cool. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's so, it's, what made that show interesting is what makes, is one of the things that make, a. Uh, reincarnator interesting is that there is a laws to things and how they work like i mean yeah you can always go with the classic of it's magic i don't have to explain shit but like it's cool when there's like a realist like the, there are laws and you can't do everything just like jk rowling says that wizards can't change their gender because she's a fucking transphobic piece of garbage I'm looking. Okay, I know you watch this, J.K. Oh. Rowling. You can go fuck yourself. She will never watch this <laughs> ever. So Harry Potter's literally anime. I have four more. Um, <laughs> you need to go. Or go ahead and cut you off there, bro. Um, uh, would you rather be, I regrettably say, a Titan or a Ghoul from Tokyo Ghoul and Ooh. Attack on Titan, respectively? I'd rather be a Ghoul. I think as being a Titan as... would be. Re- oh, sorry, Brogan. I, I think being I, a Titan would be really say, fun. 
this might affect your guys' opinion. As far as I know, ghouls retain their sense of self. Titans, for the most part, don't. I don't know. I don't want. Uh, I don't want to be associated with Attack on Titan. Fuck Attack on Titan. It depends on the Titans. I was gonna say, don't put, I... don't put me in it. I don't want to be in an Attack on Titan. I'd rather fucking be a ghoul. I just like Aaron the. Uh, I just like the idea of like looking like a normal ass dude, and someone pisses you off. It's like, oh yeah, and just like destroy their store. <laughs> I got big. I just think that'd be a really funny scene. Well, on top of that, I would I would probably say ghoul, but the only problem with ghouls is like the need to eat people. <laughs> that, that's ghouls are just vampires. Like, uh, vampires suck blood. Ghouls fucking eat. <laughs> vampires can show restraint. Yeah, they. Ghouls cut off your leg, eat it like a drumstick. Like Like the Renaissance Fair. (laughs) Like a goddamn turkey leg. But I'd still be a ghoul because, one, they have cool powers. Like, they're just abnormally strong. And just imagine, like, you know, being like a titan, like, I can turn to a giant, destroy your store, then, like, you know, hunt you down. Ghoul, I'm going to look just like I am now, but I'm going to eat your fucking face off. (laughs) Like, Like, just the audacity. Um, so three more, uh, the last, uh, one of which is, would you rather watch Poopa with your classmates or watch high school DXD with your parents? So if you're not familiar with Poopa, it is a horror anime. You can watch it in an hour. It's only 12 episodes and it's like five minute episodes. It is a horror anime and it is widely considered one of the worst animes ever. So how do you spell it? P-U-P-A. So, would you rather watch that with your classmates, basically us watching together and hate our lives, or would you rather watch High School DxD and wait for the inevitable awkward boner with your parents? <laughs> Poopa. Poopa. Poopa, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, like, I can sit with you guys, with classmates, and make jokes about it. With my parents, I have to go, <laughs> I'm definitely not aroused by this. <laughs> I'd watch the Poopa because it's shorter and with High School DxD it's a lot longer and I know I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) High School DxD is not good. Yeah, it's easy to shit on something that's bad. It's it's harder to hide a boner in front of your mom. Hey Mitch, uh, on more information regarding Poopa, it was produced by Studio Dean, so that's how you know the quality of animation is. Yikes. Well, and also right. its name is Poopa. Its name is fucking Poopa. <laughs> so the last two. Would you rather marry your anime husbando or waifu or gain any power you want from an anime you've seen? Power. Power. Okay. I can get the bitches with the power. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- yeah, Mitch and I are on the same boat. Like, I can't choose between husbando and waifu. I love them all. Power, I can find someone while having incredible power and being fucking dope as shit. I'm trying to think if there is like a goddess who's like in control of everything. <laughs> and if she's wrapped around my finger, <laughs> I'm basically untouchable. But that's not, that doesn't, but is that your wife? You're just choosing yes. a waifu based on your power, not on, yes. and you're like, I exactly. watch this and they are my waifu. 
Yeah, but you're choosing a power just so you could make a woman subservient to you. I'm choosing someone who I'm going to love her equally, who will use her powers in protection of me because she wants to. I mean, you can just go with Aqua. She's fucking useless, but at least she will make you not die. No, thank you. But, <laughs> but power is a clear choice. I was just trying to make it seem not dumb. And the last one, would you rather create your own anime or have yourself included in your favorite anime? Included. I don't need that create fucking pressure. Own. Create my own. I have stories to tell. <laughs> that would be I a clusterfuck, the Brogan anime. <laughs> I don't want people fucking up by not doing the shit I want them to do. I'd create my own and it would be just a genre buster of an anime. <laughs> it would I be just... 12 episodes of me staying in my room playing video games and like friends would try to come to like, hey, Jesse, come outside. Just a clear love interest and just slam the door in her face. And the series ends with like her marrying someone else and I'm just like still playing video games in my room. Like, that, that sounds in my dick. Get away from me. That sounds kind of like Gabriel Dropout. A little bit, actually. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right? Does he leave his room at all? Uh, no. She. She. And she's she an she tries not to. Yeah, she's an angel that. He says she tries not to. I mean, my dude doesn't leave his chair. <laughs> <laughs> if she had an option, she would never leave her chair if it wasn't for the fact that the uh, it's not even the other angel. The other devil tries to get her to go to school. <laughs> the other devil, who is literally an angel. Yeah. <laughs> like the the kindest and the sweetest person in the show. Who, like, they literally have a scene where, like, they're naked and it shows, like, the, like, light bar that hides any nudity. It shows that. She comes, the this devil comes out, her body is encased in the light. And, like, what the fuck? Because she's so pure. Satan is pure. But in short. Well, I know we're done with the anime podcast today. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, it's been it's been a minute since we last did this. It's been a minute since we fucking started. Jesus Christ! That's why we should wrap it up. Yeah. No. Um. So hey, if you hated every second of this, tell your enemies. If you liked it, tell your friends. Uh, we stream once a month. You can find out, or sometimes a little bit more than that. We're going to see. Uh, depending on if everyone goes to the Etchy Expo um, in Austin, Texas. Uh, you can only figure out what happened if you watch the video version of the podcast, but there is an audio person that comes out on Spotify and all of the other places you listen to podcasts. I don't know where those are, but they're everywhere. Like Spotify and Apple iTunes. And Overcast, not Rooster Teeth. But yeah, you can listen to us there. We got the YouTubes. Follow us on Twitter at UAP Show. And hey, tell your friends, tell your enemies. And remember, peace. Love. Not today. <laughs> and anime! Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. Oh, <laughs> God damn it!